Is this is this on? Sorry, yes. It's um, it's uh, Clive from uh, some kind of Star Trek, and for some absolutely unknown reason, um, these two have asked me to come on and and run an, an episode. Um, I probably think it's the biggest mistake I've ever made in my lives, but you know, things things have been uh, strange. Things have happened. Um, so, uh, good evening, gents. Hello. 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 Right, and that's it. And it's been a pleasure. Uh, and <laughs> we're done. That's it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I've got an evening. I can sit around doing my Tesco Evening, Tilly. Uh, it's great. I'll stick, stick Netflix on now. Um, how are we all? Good. Good, thank you. Good. Good. Um, I know kind of before we kind of started, you, we are recording this. Let's kind of give some semblance of where we are. Um, we're recording this uh, the first week back uh from <laughs> lockdown to the first week after all the kind of non non-essential retails opened um and and you know you can go and have a pint in the pub garden on some sort of terrace that they're hastily constructed out of matchsticks and tar so you know it's it's uh it's kind of a seminal week and and yeah how are we how are we all kind of doing generally just kind of having come out of the last 12 months of apocalypse and hopefully the final lockdown where are you guys sort of at the moment good um looking forward to things becoming to normal and new trek and conventions those things that remember we used to go to before we gave our money to um a, a documentary because we didn't get couldn't give our money to anywhere anywhere, anywhere else cool so that's my list sorted so we've definitely covered everything so it's definitely <laughs> <my list. laughs> yeah it's because it is funny you look at um the disc i know the wrong one the voyager documentary and it's like Mm. oh thank you for donating all this money and you kind of sit there and go wait a minute we've done that because we've got nothing else to give it to like all the money that we've saved up all the over all this time is not for the actual documentary it's because we have spent our money at conventions because then they would have got as much i was gonna say Voyager's partly because partly, yeah, it's done so well because of that reason. Not the whole, not the whole reason, but partly, yeah, definitely. I think yeah. it's like, but like, like it's like been donated the most money in any Dutch Trek documentary ever. I think it's, it's any, it's any documentary yeah. ever. Any? Oh my! Yeah, wow, it's, I it's, thought it was it's just Trek. Wow! No, no, it's it's silly money. Um, it's a good starting point, actually. Yeah, I think I mean, it made about a million. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just just how desperate we were it's just like have my money with just, just something star trek on it yeah no you're you're pretty much right it's it's yeah so it's been it's been an interesting kind of 12 months and then it's we hopefully we've come out of the kind of the back end of it now and and the way i kind of looked at this episode and, and i thought where we could go with it is is looking at kind of things that can get us excited about trek going forward after we've come out of what is probably one of the the bleakest years that any of us of this generation, you know, my generation, God, I'm slightly older than you guys, but any any of us of this generation, yeah. some sort of generation, will know. It's, um, it's definitely and, and, kind yeah. of one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences where it's like, oh, you haven't lived, you didn't live through lockdown, Three you didn't lockdowns. live through coronavirus, <laughs> you didn't have locked in a cupboard for, for a year. Just You were locked in a cupboard for a year? Yeah. Whoa! Okay, that's quite. I, I might. You might want to talk to people about that. That's that's quite worrying. Harry Potter scar and all. You were locked under the stairs. Arguing the. Okay, no, no. Coming under the stairs. Fair enough. Uh, wrong franchise. 
Um, <laughs> well, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of looked at it and I thought, what, what can we kind of look at? And you think 12 months. And, and I suppose the biggest thing that we kind of have to look forward to is, and uh, as we sort of mentioned, I think before we start, well, started or before we started, was <laughs> was conventions. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's a huge thing. This is something that we can really get excited about again. Um, and, and, and even just looking on Facebook this evening, you've got MCON, you've got um, Wales Takeover at Telford, you've got Birth of the Federation coming, you've got Destiny. I mean, it, it's 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 fantastic. What, what do you think? What are you what gets are you excited about the kind of the convention scene that's, that's we haven't gone to a con in well a, a big con in how many years, Jamie? It's probably about five years. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, got really last... annoyed with them. We got annoyed when they went to Birmingham. That was the last one we really did. 2016, I think, was the 50th anniversary. Um, yeah. Sounds about uh, right, Jamie. Yeah. yeah, 50th anniversary, yeah. So that's the last one we went to, Clive. Was, yeah, about five, wow. five years ago, yeah. You know, and I really want to go back to one of the big ones. So, like I said, like DST and. Well, slipping positive, they were on BBC London today. They were saying that they're moving all the vaccinations from Excel to um, oh, Westfield, Westfield, Stratford. So it's going back to being a convention centre. So it's looking hopeful. That's going to say it's definitely a positive sign and a step in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure if they'll stick a couple of bottles of bleach around it, they'll be sorted. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'll be good. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they do it because, of course, it was the, the one that got cancelled was the big Voyager anniversary. Um, so whether or not they're going to get the same cast or the same the same guests for this I one. I wonder if they're going to get a blend of Voyager and Enterprise because it's Enterprise this year. Yeah, because well, today is officially April the 16th, 2051 is the day that the NXO1 launched on its first journey, of course. Yeah, good old NXO1. <laughs> for 30 years today. Um, uh, but yeah. I'm actually just looking on uh, destinationstarcheck.com, um, and it does look like it does look like a lot. It is I said the Voyager cast, so uh, Jerry Ryan, Roxanne Dawson, Tim Russ, the whole moment, all the main cast of Voyager. So awesome. it, it looks like it is said it is still going to be mainly focused. There's also um, Jonathan Del Arco as well, um, and I'm sure there'll be others. As, as the time gets nearer, but it well, looks like it's... where's that fan panel for the Voyager documentary as well? They're doing that. They're recording yeah. it, aren't they? Part of the yeah, exactly. um, uh, perks and things, or the because they got through their stretch goals. So it makes yeah. sense that you would focus on. They said you didn't get the Voyager. You said it was meant to be last year, but you didn't get that. And obviously, you've got the Voyager documentary, so it just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, they would do it this year. So yeah, it's um. It's going to be interesting to see what level of, of well, what, how many people they let into it as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it said me and Simon, we really, really like the XL, don't we, Si? Yeah. You know, um, no, nothing against the NEC in Birmingham, but it's just... It's not my no, favourite place. No. Um, you know, and said, you know, the fact that I said, because I think... Um, Obviously, it's going to be it's going to be three days, isn't it? Which is normally. I think I think we again. I think me and Simon are kind of still booming and on. I know we're definitely going to go for at least a day, possibly two. It depends. I think, isn't it, mate? See um, how it pans out. But yeah, currently sketched down for a day. I think. Yeah. 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 So. It's uh, 
I can't. I mean, they're going to have to. They're going to have to be some limits. They're going to have to be. There's going to be some changes to it. You can see it coming in some form. Um, it'll be. I mean, what, what would I? What would? What would I want from from DST this year? Probably something I think around lower decks and and prodigy. I think because that's something that we didn't get last time and wasn't really even focused on. I think even even in the the sort of promo stuff for the one that got cancelled last year. Mm. Um, so that's typically two series that haven't kind of had a had a focus on yet at any conventions from what I would think that's that's going to be interesting to see if they do, if they do anything around those yeah because I know there has been obviously on Discovery there definitely mm. has isn't there I'm not sure I'm not quite sure about Picard but I don't keep up with news back uh, like conventions as much so no um, I don't know if there's been anything on Star Trek Picard specifically no no, no. Uh, I mean Del Arco is going to be your own link on that at the moment because yeah. of what you're sort of looking at so uh, he was at he was at the 50th one um, I remember sort of he was on one of the, the panels on the press day um, talking about TNG, but of course at that point nobody knew that he that he was going to be in um, in Picard, uh, and also Jerry saying Jerry Ryan was there, and nobody else knew she was going to be in Picard. At that point, she'd already been kind of signed up for it, as had Del Arco, which was which was good. Uh, I mean, you can have some sort of exhibits, but I can't. I think I'm. I think secretly I'm looking forward to the smaller ones more than I'm the larger ones. Yeah, me and Simon have found because we we've, we've been going to um, Wayne and Jude's uh, Kings Langley Sci-Fi Blues mm. over the last few years, uh, and we found we really really enjoyed them. Um, and yeah, you know, nothing gets the big conventions because we, we we liked them as well. But it's just something, yeah. you know, very kind of wholesome. You really feel, yeah, you really feel a sense of community. It, with, it like, takes me back to when I was younger, going to small mit conventions i always loved that just kind of just honest convention where it's just kind of for the fans by the fans and it's just wayne and jude just they just they've just got it just right really yeah they, yeah they've, yeah they've done a fantastic job and they're, they're, you know it's it's really great going out to see them and and, and participating in, in, in the events you said you know they've it, it got some great stuff going on every year and yeah, we said because I think this year was meant to be uh, online, but um, it was unfortunately cancelled. But um, I think um, this year it's going to be. Um, well, you mean, don't you mean end of last year? Sorry, yeah, end of last year. Sorry, Sai. Sorry, yes, yes. Thank you, Sai. <laughs> thanks for being there. Thanks, thanks for correcting him there. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> well, welcome to 2021. Yay, 2020's gone. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. And that, I, think, I think the one I'm looking forward to the most, and I, I, you know, I know very little about it, is the Birth of, Feder- Birth of Federation, uh, which is going to be in Telford. That's probably, for me, the one that I'm probably looking to forward to the most um, at the moment. But again, that's, you know, that's one that they've had, they've had so much cancellations and stuff with regards to the, all this stuff they were planning last year. Um, but yeah, it's, it's conventions is definitely, it's definitely something that's going to be exciting. I mean, what... what is it the guests? Is it just seeing other fans? Is it just, just being there, the... Clive? Really, just being yeah. there because yeah, we, we haven't been there in a year. Well, I say we haven't seen Wayne and Jude at their convention in what that's now what since two years, yeah, two years, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's always great. We always stay until as late as we can, and that's always wonderful. And have a good chat with them, and and then so the bigger one. It's just again just being in somewhere where you can just talk trek without anything barred and just kind of yeah you know chat to people in the queue and all that random to buy stuff that you didn't know you wanted hmm. and i think for me it's definitely the same as meeting the guests um and uh 
you know, I said talking talking to the fans, it's always lovely to do. And you know, even just looking at this year with Destination Star Trek, I'd yeah. you know, I'd love to get um, like Ethan Phillips autograph because I think I think it was the fir- I think it was the first Destination Star Trek. I mean, yeah. it was the first or the third when you got the goodie bag. I got it's a, it's a pre-signed photo from him, which is great. Yeah. You know, I'd love to actually meet him in person and get an autograph and even a photo of him or something. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm with you. Also, Egon must stand. Oh, we can't. Can we? We're going to have to hold Egon Moss stuff, aren't we, to to the other episode, though? Can we, can we, yeah, can we tease I, that? Or are we going to? Are we going to? can we talk? They about already Egon know. They already know can you're we, coming. Can on. we? Can we talk about Egon Moss stuff now? Is it? Is Completely it, up to you, is, Mister. I, I, just, us, I, I know, but I I don't want to. I don't want to, so to speak, blow my load now. And <laughs> and you know, we've got. Well, I, I just mean going there and looking at what oh, yeah. convention exclusives I've got. Oh, totally. Totally. I, I couldn't not mention it. And, well, yeah, I suppose it's right. You can't really, can you? It's not something you can't. At the I'm going to go still. there anyhow. So it's just well, like, yeah. Well, just and, and, you know, shut up and take my money for more ships that I don't really need. But, you know. But I've got to say, I think that they are, at the moment, probably producing some of the best Star Trek reference materials out there booked for. Um, the quality of the last... Because they've just released the DS9 Illustrated Handbook, which if you've had the fact files, you know what? Yes, it is the fact files condensed I've and whatever. I've got the uh, D yeah. one. Yeah. But they're just... The quality of them that they've put together and actually condensed it into a book rather than having to hunt through you know thousands of... <laughs> and, and some of the other works they've done. The, the little book of Spock's logic... Spock's mindfulness was great. The card quote book was a really nice little quirky little piece. Yeah, they're doing some really good stuff, and there's and there's more coming. And the shipyards books are, are fantastic if you've not got the ships particularly. Um, you know, you've got the Borg. I think they're doing the Delta Quadrant one, aren't they now? Um, so it's focusing a lot around the Borg stuff. What haven't they done? Well, pretty much anything that's been in the collection. But I know they're doing the thirty second century stuff from Discovery. Um, so you know what? There's a lot. I I have a lot of time for for Egomos for the and Hero Collector for the not just for the ships but for the stuff that they're doing that they've expanded into in the, in oh, the book side of it. Oh, Ben Robinson. Oh, have you have you seen the the Quibbles with Tribbles book? Um, get I think, it. I think I've heard brilliant. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get <laughs> it. Get good it, is get it. it. <laughs> get it. I really enjoyed it. You know what? It's one of those you put down. You can come back to it a few weeks later and you'll see something else and you'll find something else. Don't ever look at the answers pages at the back because I still mm-hmm. haven't. Um, but it's a great, and there is a next generation one coming, uh, which is coming out soon. So yeah, get. I, I, I think they've just got that kind of balance of just a bit of fun with the kind of serious stuff that some of us like as well. The DS9 one was just sublime. I loved it, absolutely loved it. I got all four of them um, oh, that wow. they've done so far. So I've got the Enterprise one, the Next Gen one, the Enterprise D one, the Discovery one, and the, the um, DS9 one, and the, the Voyager one. Uh, and they're just all brilliant. I'm hoping they kind of do a Romulan one and a, a Klingon one, so to speak. So you kind of get a nice, a nice library of those across in the handbooks. But uh, yeah, that that's for me is something to definitely get excited about. Is is, is that Eagle Moss stand? Because you just know it'll be full of just, oh, just ships that you've not seen yet, ships they haven't released. How they're going to do those 32nd century ships? I just don't know um, how you're going to do detached nacelles on something like that. Is it's probably something everybody's going to either. Obviously, clear plastic, or it's going to be a very funky stand. Everybody's either going to love them, or they're going to absolutely hate them. Well, mate. Well, well, you know, 
as I said, my recent interest in starships and models, I'll, I'll join you guys there because normally I just either kind of just, yeah, when sometimes I'll kind of either hang back a bit and I might have a just a look or I'll just, you know, <laughs> go to another yeah. store. But, you know, this time I think it would definitely be different. But, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to going around different stores as well. <laughs> so that's, that's always fun to do as well at conventions, whether large or yeah. small ones. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Right. Um, there's there's a lot a lot coming, and I think that, that you know the thing that's probably going to drive that, which kind of nicely segues into our next piece, of course, you know, because I've obviously planned this completely, um, <laughs> is is the shows. But but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I I am excited and I'm not excited. Mixed for, feelings, for yeah. Oh, so um, I, I assembly. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought this up, Carl, because I was actually going to ask you what are your kind of thoughts on. Like so, card and discovery overall even yeah we've, we've <laughs> not really talked about this have we because i've just, I've just, I've, just really. shift, I've just shifted on my seat in excitement over this conversation <laughs> um you're right <laughs> we've, not, we've not really we've not really touched on it so, so the last time we talked we talked probably i think discovery had probably just started um it might be that long ago it might be a couple of years um, um i think we got you on last year when we did did you um, was it the 25th anniversary of Voyager? But I don't know if we went. I don't know in that I might episode have, if we talked uh, about Discovery or Picard. Yeah, I'm not sure if we did I or not. We did. I don't think we did. I think we just talked about Voyager, and I probably just got annoyed. Well, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're all throttled <laughs> it slightly, even though we should have celebrated it a bit. But yeah, but that's what we yeah. did. And yeah. our archivists over there remembering when we've done what we've done because I look back and go, I don't know. <laughs> done so many notes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. I, okay. Okay. Um. How do I say this? So. <laughs> right. Let's 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 start in my reverse order of excitement of series coming. Right. So we've got if we if we look at it, we've got five shows coming, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So in fifth place, it's Discovery. Yeah, I would uh, put that in that place as well. Yeah, um, and the reasons for that, I kind of, it's one. Of, it really, I, I, I really kind of feel quite uneasy about this bit because Discovery season one showed a massive amount of promise. Season two was, personal opinion, a fantastic season. Agreed. Absolutely loved it. They nailed it. It's led to straight, it's, it's leading to another series. Mm. Anson Mount was phenomenal. Ethan Peck was great. Yeah. The, the, the whole thing worked. And you know what? Okay, so they just at the end went, yeah, we're just going to forget that ever happened. That's fine. And they just completely threw it away because the one and thing then, you shouldn't do oh. with Star Trek, take it to the future. Because well, who, who thought that was a bright idea? Well, it is a good idea because it meant that the and we might have mentioned this at some point in the in the distant past. It takes you away from the the concerns and the constraints of Roddenberry and Berman era yeah, can, I, completely. Hmm. But looking look at it like that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. I can jump in. It's, it's your it's your show, guys. Um, it's yours this time. But, it's, oh, yeah. but, yeah, you, but, you, but you, you have white blank of paper, and they've kind yeah. of scribbled it in crayon, which isn't great. It was. It was like. So we, the general trend with Star Trek shows is first two seasons, apart from the original series, which started off great and just just ended up going the other way. Um, they certainly have two seasons what is to kind of find the feet. Yeah, two seasons are finding the feet, <laughs> and then season three is just is just 
you know what? Season three absolutely flies, and you're just thinking, wow, this is great. And it seemed with with Discovery, it was going the same way. We got season one, which kind of built. Season two, absolutely solidified, and then we went, this is going to be amazing. They're going to go into the far future. We're going to see stuff we've never done before, and it was going to be incredible. And it didn't work. No. Um, yeah. I what mean, are your you know, thoughts? <laughs> well, me and Simon, we did, I said, we've watched season three. We did, last year, we did like a half theory, half retrospective on what we'd seen. I think it was up to episode seven. Yeah. Um, and I think we've talked a bit more in detail, uh, our thoughts on it. So we're kind of, we're kind of reserving judgment until our full retrospective. Oh, fair enough. Year. Fair enough. But where we, where we kind of, I think, where we kind of Jamie lost his marbles per se let's just put it that way <laughs> yeah I I I had a lot of issues with season three with the, the way they did the future the whole thing with the burn and the, oh, and the the burn is possibly the single most disappointing element I've ever seen in Star Trek yeah. um, I think that the build up of it was so good that when the reveal happened, and I've got to say, the episode where they introduced the guy who was the who was the cause of it, I really like the quirkiness and the and the difference they did in those last two episodes where they had that kind of ship with the holographics. Thought that was really well done. Really enjoyed the the complete off the wall nature of that, and and you know the the fact that everybody was a different race when they went into the holographic environment was was brilliant. But it was built up in such a way you were expecting it to be something far greater than than it actually was. Yeah, um, that was kind of... Anticlimactic, I think, was a phrase you're looking for. Yeah, uh, definitely. Anticlimactic. Yeah. And I was just like, is that is, is that it? Did that just happen? That's what that's, that's what destroyed the Federation, that. And and after the big blow of season three, i.e. the burn, we're going to have the big suck in season four. Now, I've said this to Jamie, I have a feeling... They may finally be getting rid of that damn ship. You think? I think so, yeah. Mm. It's caused so many problems in kind of fandom, and it's such a... Oh, what's the phrase? What was I calling it? A MacGuffin. That they have to get... They have to... They have to get a standard ship of some kind, eventually. Mm. I think... I think the problem with Discovery overall is it moves around a lot, and, like... uh, I, even after three seasons, I still struggle. I can't. I can't name half the bloody bridge crew. I still can't I agree. remember half I agree, the yeah. name of the bridge crew. They need to stick somewhere and just stay there for bloody ever. Like, just come yeah. on, people. I know it's not an anthology, <laughs> but just stick with it. Like consistency. What's that? Just stick with something for once in your life. Blow up the damn ship because the sphere data is in the roboty things. So there's no excuses why that ship should still be around. Well, they can't blow it up because it's in um, the the best thing they ever did, which was the uh, the short trek, which for the life of me, the, the name of which absolutely skips my mind for two seconds. Um, Calypso. Calypso, which is the, the best thing that Discovery's done. Um, I finally got a chance to I finally got a chance to watch them thanks to Simon. <laughs> yeah, you, you mean he means season yeah. two. He, he saw yeah. the, those ones when they aired, by yeah. the way. Oh, yeah. And, okay. and, and I can't get, as I've said, my, the, the, my theme was going to be, you know, things get me excited. Discovery just doesn't at the moment. So I, that's why that's why I kind of put it into fifth. Because you're right, the bridge crew, I don't feel any attachment to any of the characters. I don't feel, apart from, and, and Burnham just spends most of the episode rusting the ship with her tears. And I just, 
<laughs> Sorry, I've probably really annoyed for a load of people who listen no, to no, 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 She's got the movie, yeah. You know, I know Burnham's the main character, and I, I understand she's got to be the focus. And I don't, I don't have a problem with uh, Sonia Market Green, uh, Martin Green. No, playing no. her character. It's just I don't. There's too much focus on Burnham all the time. She rescues the ship all the bloody time, and it's just like you know there are other characters you can utilize, and yeah, yeah it just yeah. <laughs> I think Adira, I think Adira is a great character. I really enjoyed her in season three. I think she did a cracking job. Uh, I was really I really liked what how they brought her into it. But I just think they've just completely mashed the show. And looking at the uniforms for season, I, I, and there were a lot of, a lot of people out there going season four looks fantastic. I'm 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 really holding my jury out on this one. Um, Discovery Discovery was the show that actually got my wife watching track so she watched Discovery season one and two. And by the end of season three, I could tell she wasn't interested because she was just fiddling on her phone. For the last two episodes, um, not a good sign. <laughs> no, it's not a good. It's, it's not a good sign. Um, so that's why I kind of put it fifth. Um, in fourth, I, mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say on Discovery. I don't want to ruin your. I don't. I know. I, I don't want to spend too much time on Discovery series. It doesn't excite me at the moment. But um, that's fine, Clive. Absolutely fine. <laughs> we're in the same but, ship, Clive. So don't worry. Uh, as long as it's not Discovery that we're all on board, we're okay. Um, <laughs> so in in fourth. And this is, the, I, I, I kind of, uh, I swing between two here. In fourth place, it's probably Prodigy. Um, I think the hologram th- looks a bit weird. I think because it's a, it's maybe it's because it's designed as a kids show, which it purely is designed as a kids show. But I think once it's once that hologram's moving, I think it would be okay. But in the way they've put it in the promo, it's a bit weird. Yeah. What, it's it's, it's two-dimensional, I think, in the, the promo image they've, they've released. Yeah, it's I I like the mix of the crew. It looks interesting. Looks a little bit Pixar, maybe a bit over Pixar for me. Um, I just I think we just need to see something of it to get yeah. a grasp of what it of what it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I'm 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 intrigued. But I'm intrigued by it. It's not one that really yeah. starts me the most. But I'm intrigued. And... I suppose yeah. it's we're not it's our audience, so I don't yeah. think we're meant to be excited about it. But it would be something. Oh, that will be intriguing. Because it, I think it's it's going to obviously be animated like lower decks. But I think it's going to be a much softer it's CG, version. isn't it? It's a it's... CG one, and there's going to be a lot less. It's yeah. going to be a lot more, a lot tamer. It's yeah, Star Trek animated series, yeah. isn't it? It's another one of them. Just a Saturday morning, put plonk the kids in front of and. Yeah, it's going to be a no-brainer. Star Trek, isn't it? It's one of those yeah. sort of things. And... That's what they're aiming for, isn't it? It's the aiming for... They, with, with, with Prodigy, you've got the opportunity that you can create your next audience <laughs> for your live-action series. Jane Maynard, holographic get... book of the Prime Directive. Exactly. You get them hooked on, <laughs> you get them hooked on, on Prodigy, and then you, you move them up to, I don't know, watching the old, maybe next-gen DS9, stuff like that, the older stuff, and then you move them through. Um, or they're going to try and use... The series, but I, I, I need. To, I think you know, we've seen so little of Prodigy at the moment that it's hard to to kind say of, that I'm really excited for yeah. it, and hard to kind of bash it. We haven't really I've, seen enough, have we? To make the judgment either way. Aren't they uh, starting the Delta Quadrant? Aren't they? They are. Are they going to come across those oh, babies? I hope so. Because <laughs> um, that would be they... a bit strange, wouldn't it? The hologram going. Yeah, you don't uh, ask me about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, this yeah. is a bit awkward. Oh, right? here's, here's this really bad Irish hologram tech program I made. Um, no, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I, 
just want to see more of it to pass a fair judgment on it. So I don't think it's it's not that it doesn't excite me, but it doesn't it's not it's not making my warp core critical, so to speak. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, and then I think. Yeah, I don't think we can pass really anything. I don't think there's anything else we can kind of no. say on Prodigy, really. Apart to from... be seen. Yeah, TBC. Um, and then I think in third, if we're going up, I think I'm looking... I think it's Picard. Yeah. And you're going to go... It's my favourite show out the lot at the moment. Is it really? Yeah. yeah I mean... I mean, does Picard, then, if we're talking about things that excite you coming... It's Picard, I, the one that's kind I've of. I've always said I'm a next gen guy. I always have been. I've always been a next gen fan, and I, we both really enjoyed season one. Because um, we did a retrospective on that a um, couple of months back, and we we really enjoyed it. We found it was not it's, a, again. It's not. It's not. You know, it's got its flaws, but it's the one that's like, oh my god, like, yes, please, more of this. I'm it's more happy. consistent than Discovery. It's definitely more consistent than this Discovery season three we found. This conversation uh, we've had has been more consistent than Discovery. We've gone all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> True. So, yeah, so, me and Tom, we, we really like season one of Picard. Yeah, we, it did have its flaws, tickling towards the kind of last couple of episodes. But yeah. Paste and copy fleet. Yeah. I can, and, I, I, I can understand why that happened, and I get. I get some of the issues at the end. And you know what? I think there was a lot of bash. It got wrongfully bashed. It's season one of a show, which is the first to focus purely on one character. Mm. I mean, this is, a, this is a massive you know, step forward. It was the first one that didn't focus on a ship. Yeah. Uh, and, and on some and, sort of vehicle. And the biggest difference is we could actually remember the names of the, the flipping characters, all of them. <laughs> In yeah, the new okay. ones, and like Discovery, after three seasons, can't name after bloody bridge crew. So <laughs> yeah, no, I can. Yeah, you can with 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 everybody on on Picard. The way that they fleshed the characters out over those 10, 12 episodes worked mm. perfectly. Yeah, um, and and I'm not saying I'm saying I'm not saying it wasn't it wasn't without its flaws, but I mean you've got to get excited by that promo. Definitely. You've got to get excited. It's John by Delancey, that. for God's sake, like I mean. Oh, yeah, I, li- I think I had to change my underwear after that. Because <laughs> um, it just, it just mind-blowing that he's, I mean, they've kept that quiet, but it makes sense if you've got Guinan back, which we know is happening, that you bring John Delancey back. And, and you've got Brent Spiner coming back as well. And it's just... It's and intense. you've got that, um, um, the, the tablet from DS9. I know. Yeah. The, was it The I, Reckoning? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, for those of for those of us who are hardcore DS9 fans, yeah. um, who literally have the the plans for the station tattooed on our backs like Prison Break, <laughs> it's it's like Amazing. that. That was just one of those where you kind of yeah. go, "Is there's got to be a reason for that to be there? Definitely. There has to be." And I, and if they bring all that together, I can't imagine we're going to get Avery Brooks back. I can't. If they do it. That'd be then fantastic. It would just be mind blowing. Mm. I can't see them doing that. I think an appearance from Cyril Lofton is probably more likely, mm. um, and well, some link they, into that. But they could get Cassie Yates because she's been doing all Orville. That, yes. What the Green Bird? Are they dating now? <laughs> oh, you mean the oh, you mean the pro? Oh, sorry, I thought she was. 
doing Orville. I thought that was a, a reference to something else. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, um, you can probably edit that out later. Uh, or just leave it in. Some people might find it amusing. Um, yeah, sorry, jeez. Oh, God. I've lost. I've lost it already. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Would you want to? Would you want to bring her back? Would you want to? I mean, I, I like Cassidy as a character in, in yeah. DS Nine. I didn't mind her. Let's bring back Cassidy Eights and Keiko, Keiko O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> we know how much Simon loves Keiko, don't we, Simon? Uh, and okay. we can have a nice, lovely vision of Kyle and Myra at it. Let's put them in there as well. Get all Why three not? of them together. <laughs> It'll be like, oh, man. But like Star Trek spa- uh, Loose oh. Women. Oh. <laughs> now, that is a show I would. We could, we could pop. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's one to come. But yeah, it's, I think Picard's got potential. It's just, you know, when you kind of go, look what they've done to Discovery, and you think, don't go the same way. But hopefully Picard will listen to its audience and listen to the fans. Well, that's the thing, they've got Patrick learn. Stewart producing it, so I, I can't see them putting a foot wrong. No, no. And, you know, it, it, Picard, at least in its first season, knows knew what it wanted to do. Discovery, me and Simon Affair, has never really been able to define itself very well. I think somebody just kind of went, shit, send it off, adventures, job done. Yeah, I think that, you know, because it's probably because of, you know, in discovery, things. Did someone just leave around. the script in a like kindergarten and just let the kids write it or something, <laughs> and then just signed off? And then there you go, job yeah. done. Yep. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I think Picard has a lot of options, and that trailer was just so full of little Easter eggs and things, just to get mm. fans really excited. But it's one of those. It's one of those. You know, are we just teasing a lot that's not gonna going to end up being uh, being delivered on and i think this is the problem this is the problem with new track this is this is the this is what bugs me with it is you see so much promise in the trailers because the trailers are usually the first three or four episodes and it's all the build up it's all the setup it's everything that you kind of love and, the, and you watch the first three or four episodes and you know what everything that you've seen in the trailers it happens it's there it delivers and then they go Oh, what are we going to do for the rest of the season now? Um, hmm. um, burn. What should we do with that? And, then, and then, I think that's where threats fall apart at the moment. Really great ideas. And then, like an next generation two-parter, can't deliver in the second half. <laughs> I think, you know, I think with this new track, I think what, what there hasn't been enough of is good old-fashioned exploring. It's like, well, you know, one thing that kind of this Discovery Season 3 and Picard Season 1 having kind of common is, you know, you've got to, you've got to stop the universe from being decimated or something. It's like, okay. Yeah. That, that's... Again, it's what me and Jamie discussed literally a few months ago. The biggest show in the world at the moment. Why isn't Star Trek more like The Mandalorian? Um, uh, uh, what a program. Yeah. That's, what... that's the real question because it's a site why aren't you doing that? Do that and yeah. you'd be fine, but you're not yeah. doing that, so you're being crap. What, what I will say to you, Clive, with the Mandalorian for me, I mean I don't know if you know Clive, but I'm not I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. Okay. Um, I don't okay. hate Star Wars. I don't hate it. I enjoy it, but but watching because I quite I, the, the new trilogy of Star Wars stuff I wasn't too keen on, but I really did mm-hmm. quite enjoy it. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <it's> terrible. <laughs> 
Oh my lord! What but... what an absolute! I watched them all. I watched them all back over lockdown. I watched them all over. I did eleven nights of it. Yeah, I saw. Films, yeah, I saw your post. Um, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I I I got it on DVD. I got it on DVD for my birthday when it came out, okay. and um, I fell asleep about okay. halfway through on my birthday. Did, so that's did how you like, it was. Um, did you like the Last Jedi, Clive? I did. I loved it. Yeah, there's this thing going around. Someone theorised if you like the Last Jedi, you won't like Rise of Skywalker. And oh, and absolutely right. Last Jedi is, <laughs> I think, absolute genius because it just goes. You know what? We're going to make a film, and we're just going to. We're not going to ignore everything, but we're going to work it in, and we're going to do something different. And I think that's why I really enjoyed 2009 Trek film as well because it's 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 Trek, but it's different and they've kind of honored the past and i think last jedi does that it honors star wars but it does something fresh with it um it doesn't just retread new hope yeah but i found with the mandalorian like because i said simon and uh, a, a friend of mine and um uh, so my friend a house a guy who i live with a guy called andy mm-hmm. saying you need to watch the mandalorian and it's like, oh my god, I absolutely loved it. And for me, it's the best thing Star Wars has done in years. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. They need a water cooler moment. They need a baby Yoda. They need Grogu. But they just can't work that out. It's like, come on, people. It's not difficult. Yeah. No. So, yeah, I think Star Trek, at least with kind of the new Trek, it's kind of. I think in some ways, that it, it said if you've got Star Trek fans saying they're loving Mandalorian more. Star Wars and Star Trek, then surely something's not quite right with New Trek at the moment. I'm not saying yeah. everything. And but... they need to make a hero ship a physical model again. Well, I think I, I think I talked about this on one of my on on some kind of Star Trek a few months back actually, and I said, you know, I think it was, you know, is the Mandalorian keeping Trek honest? And to be fair with you, uh, the Mandalorian is is showing up the errors of 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 this current Trek era in the fact that it keeps an audience. And I've I've Absolutely, fun. I thought Mandalorian was fantastic. The episode where Boba Fett turned up on on the planet when Grogu was contacting the Jedi was just. I, I watched it and then I watched the episode again after I watched. It's the only time I've ever done it with episode of Star, with of Star Wars anything ever. Wow. With that, I watched it again and just went, I can't believe. And it was directed by was it Robert Robert Rodriguez directed that episode as well. I believe so. so. I mean, you know, just just took it to another level. And, and Trek's maybe relying on, you think, how many And Jonathan Frakes is directing this episode again. And you're thinking, they're getting, they're doing same old, same old. They need to shake it up. Mm. They need to get some fresh blood in that director's chair. I know Frakes is brilliant. And you know what? It's great to see him as Riker. But you know what? Maybe the time is not just the time. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm yeah. saying nothing on that. <laughs> <laughs> Flee. Flaky frakes. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, That's it. Less episodes, more conventions. Yeah. Um, but that, that might help because then he can but, listen to audiences and go, oh, okay, throw it. Then maybe I'll make that change. Maybe maybe you just need to go and let him do some other stuff. Take him off doing Trek because he's too... Uh, there can be a point where you can be too familiar with it if you're working yeah. in it rather than working on it. It's, it's, it's kind of like... Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a Berman and Bragger, like um, when they were doing Trek. Said, I think 
uh, Vic Burn was like he did TNG DS. He went from TNG to Enterprise like twenty yeah. years he'd done Trek, and he, I think he said at the end of Enterprise, you know, I was just feeling fatigued from yeah. doing it for so many years. Yeah, um, you know, and having and again, you know, Trek obviously being revived in uh, 09 by um, Abr- Abrams. Abrams. Yeah. You know, you need you said you needed fresh blood, as you said, fresh yeah. perspective. Yeah, and um, it's same with. It's strange, isn't it? Because because Rian Johnson came in to do, and we've, we've mentioned Star Wars already. Abrams again was a massive, massive, huge, unbelievably big Star Wars fan. Always wanted to do Star Wars. Was his kind of dream project. Got on it, and personally, I think he was too familiar with it, which is why his Star Trek project worked, and his Star Wars was a pale imitation of what we'd had before. There you go. And Star Wars fans can uh, send all their complaints to Jamie and Simon. Uh, care of. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing to do with me, not my show. Um, so, so go. what's that number? T- I think I might know, but what's that number two, Clive? Um, Strange New World. Oh, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I thought it'd be the other way around. Interesting. No. Right, we'll come to this. So, Strange New Worlds, um, and and this is fairly a quick one. And 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 the reason that I'm excited for it is pretty much all the reasons we talked about that everything else is doing wrong. Um, See previous notes for Discovery season. Two. It's going to be episodic. It's got yes. everything that it's episodic. We're going to have planetary exploration. We've got yeah. Anson Mount. Disco prize. Ah, oh, we've got we've got Anson Mount. Anson Mount, who was just superb. Yeah, he's part of the reason. Not not to, not to you know dismiss like any of the actors on on Discovery, no. but he was him him and Spock like one of the big reasons why season two was so good. Uh, yeah, if, mem- if memory serves, if memory serves, there's a bit in, in there, uh, which I the whole the whole Talos four episode. I bought my dad the the, the season two uh, box set because he he's not got Netflix because he's he's still stuck in 1976. And um, I bought him that and he watched it in like three days. And and I said, wow. there's an episode, there's an episode you'll get to, and you'll just ring me when you've watched it. Um. And that was the one, and I knew which one it was going to be because it very and and just amazing. And the the bit where he hears the 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 wheelchair come around the corner behind him in in out of focus, and just what what a season! I mean, it did everything you wanted it to do. It delivered from from start to finish, twists, turns, everything you could have wanted, and and that's and and. The excitement for me is you're going to get the Enterprise again. We're going to get Captain Pike. We're going to get Spock. We're getting number one. The crew that they've got assembled, the cast that they've got looks phenomenal. In fact, if anybody knows, Christina Chong, who's going to be on the Enterprise, is currently in line of duty, um, which if anybody's watching it, which is also a phenomenal series. But she's actually in line of, line of duty at the moment, uh, which is airing on the, on the BBC. Um, and they've got some just some great, the, the cast look great, and I, I'm just dead excited for it. The, um, the season two short tracks are also wonderful with the men. Yes, I love yeah, watching totally. that. Yeah, totally. Qu- quick question: So, is it because I, I, and again, I might be wrong. It might be wrong in in my knowledge, but as I understand with Strange News, is it going to be is it going to be just episodic, or is it going to be kind of like an overarching story in a season? But they have episodic episodes in in there. As far as I'm aware. It's episodic. It's pure because there's been such a demand for it mm. um, as there was. Well, I'm guessing that's the reason that Section 31's got bunked 
is because they've got <laughs> strange new worlds in. I, I can't get excited about it. I'm sorry. I I'm really a section 31 either, Clive, so you're not alone. Um, <laughs> biggest mistake of season three of um, Discovery? Uh, Guardian Forever. I know you're probably, yeah. probably going to go, whoa. But that whole two-part... No, it was a very disaster. strange... It was a very strange set of episodes. and mm. Yeah. Having that and, have, and putting back... It said, Mirror Universe. I know you, you had to find a way to write out Giorgio's character, but yeah. doing that in the middle of season three was just playing about the mirror universe was just very very odd i think I said, to, I think i said to cool. jamie that you could quite easily wiped out all of that bit and just kind of had her appear back and told burnham what happened rather than showing us yeah it felt like it felt a lot of michelle go hero worship in that episode but anyway but they say that that's strange new world i think at this so rate we should just we should just do an episode of like why we hate Discovery at this rate. I don't hate Discovery. I just think at the moment, out of the things that are coming... It's, it's, the, one, it's the one you're it's, least excited it's about. The one I'm, it's the one I watched the trailer and went, meh, same old. Same old Discovery. Offering something really big, some sort of spatial phenomena, etc., etc. Is, is this one... It's, the gravi- it's, this, it's this four light year wide gravity well, isn't it? It's someone farting this time. You've just lowered the tone and lowered the eye brought it down with the Orville joke <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> Which you'll now have to keep in, because otherwise people won't know what the reference is. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, no, but it, it, I, I just... I, it's, it's, it is a bit like... It's like watching a Bond film in some regards with Discovery, that you get the gimmick at the beginning of the season that will at least be used somewhere three-quarters of the way through. Um, you know... And, and, and it, it, but anyway, strangely well. Before we get to that, you, you, you side. Why do you like doing this to me? Why do you? Put, you do it with Voyager. You do it with Discovery. You do it, and you go. Let's just see if we can prod him enough that he'll start to go at it. Don't. The, the, club, the guys at me, the guys at the club, the Trek club that I'm part of in Stoke, they, they do exactly the same thing to me when it comes to um, William Shatner's The Return book. They know how much I hate it, and and they do it to me virtually every call we have over. We had a lockdown. They've mentioned it, and I've just gone on for twenty <laughs> minutes about how bad it is. Um, oh, tell me about the book club. What's so good about it? Oh, you can don't even go there. <laughs> I've never read it, so <laughs> yeah, don't. Okay, um, right. Jamie, you'd be yeah. interested I've got the audio book. Oh really? Oh, oh great, great. <laughs> Maybe if, I'm sure that I could play it to the to Samaritans, and they probably go and hang themselves. <laughs> um, it's, it's a terrible, terrible book. It really is. We did a we did a whole we did we did a book club on it, and I just I just panned it for an hour. Um, yeah, yeah. I, no, it's, a, it's a, that's an entire podcast on its own. Um, yeah, strange look, new world. Strange new world. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Clive, you should world. know by now. You shouldn't give us extra ammo either. Oh, like, you, just, you should just... know that. I, I should learn not to let you guys just give like, give you two in two centimeters because you just you just run with it and then that's it. You just let me go. Um, be an email for no, us in the future. So, 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 Strange new world. It's great. Really excited for it. I'm just gonna I'm drawing drawing a line here in the sand. Same. No, that's... I and you know I I don't mind the fact it's just pure episodic television. I mean, no, no. there's other shows I watch, not sci-fi, just other shows I like watching that do stick to that format, and I really don't mind. I'm, yeah. I'm you know, I'm happy with either episodic, overarching story or a combination of the two. It's yeah. You know, and after having kind of I think because I think partly with New Trek, with 
Picard and Discovery, I think we've I've at least found that they there's not enough episodes to tell the story they want to tell. I've always found, yeah. I think me and Simon have both had at certain points, things have been rushed at certain points. And it just, it, so going back to kind of, I don't know if Strange New Worlds will still stick with, I don't know, 10, 15 episodes like Discovery and uh, yeah. Picard, but having episodic, you know, I, it will probably solve some of those problems. Well, I like, I like to be able to dip in and out of my track. You know what? Yeah. I, I've come home, I say, this week, first week back in work, proper, um, you know, actually doing what I do for, for a living five days a week or six out of seven, as it was. And in the evenings, I've come home and I've got my tea and I've banged the Trek episode on. And I've just picked a random one out of DS9 or I picked um, an X-Gen one or whatever. I've just picked something for 45 minutes just to stick up, just to kind of wind me down for 45 minutes. And I can't do that with anything at the moment. From, from yeah. Picard or Discovery, because there is that that con- mm. continuity through episodes that you can't really stick on. Yeah. You know, um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually, oddly enough, if, um, a couple of hours before we started recording, I um I watched just on on Pick TV. Yeah, um, I watched uh, episode DS9, One Little Ship. That oh, was on it. Yeah, magic. Yeah. superb, brilliant episode. Great. Yeah, I've always thought it was fun, actually. Um, you can just drop in, can't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, a strange new worlds. I think I'm I'm really really excited for that. Um, yeah. And oddly enough, I've actually been rewatching. I haven't watched any recently, but I've been going back to a bit of TOS. Oh. Because uh, yeah. I've not watched that in such a long time, such a long time. And it, it said kind of watching that has got me even more excited for strange new worlds. So instead, you know, yeah, I, I've answered out and you know in season two and um, Ethan Peck, you know, a Spock. I think. It's going to be a fantastic show, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, which leads us to number one, quite nicely. Um, which, of course, is section thirty. No, not really. Um, which said is by no one ever. Said no one ever who ever cared. Um, which is which is lower decks. And are you probably going to go in? Clive is excited for lower decks. No, I I really. I, I like. I've, I've seen season. I said me and Simon both seen season one, and I'm. I, I think I saw it before you, didn't I, Si? Everyone saw it before I did, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw it legally. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got it written down because we're doing a retrospective on it later, January twenty second this year. Yeah, but like, I, I. Oh, go on, go on, go on. Like what, forever what? after everyone else has seen it, but um, yeah. by other means. But I um. I really liked think? I really liked Lower Decks, Clive. Um, it was it was just a nice change of pace from from I said from I said Discovery or Picard, and I I really really liked it. I thought it was, and I, I know there's been these comparisons to kind of oh it's it's Rick and Morty, which is it, fair enough. I mean, I first of all I've never seen Rick and Morty, so I can't honestly comment on that. As- and secondly, yeah. I think actually a writer a writer from Rick and Morty did Lower Decks, so it's not it's, for me it's not really. Much, much of a surprise that the human kind of tone is kind of quite similar to that show. I can mm. kind of understand it, but mm. I, I really liked season one. I thought it was really, really funny. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I think um, I don't, if, if people are familiar, but Mike McMahon, who uh, is he created Lower Decks, is also responsible for the uh, TNG season eight uh, Twitter account, which also became a book. So I thoroughly oh. recommend mm. digging that out again. 
it's this kind of humour. It's a little bit kind of more adult. And, and I absolutely loved season one of Lower Decks. It, it restored my faith in New Trek um, after the kind of, not disappointment of Picard, but I suppose because there was so much hype around it, it was never going to live up to it. Mm. Um, and, and Discovery season two had been so good that I kind of wanted something to be as good as that. And, and Lower Decks, the, the promo for it, you've got the Mugato in there, you've got the Cardassians, the Four Lights thing in there. Just the, the attention to detail mm. that you see in Lower Decks, the love that you can see goes into every shot. You think of the one uh, in the first season where um, Rutherford is losing his memory. Oh, yeah. As they go through it, and it, they're jumping. And I thought, funny genius and i don't like american humor i find i do like rick and morty admittedly so i do recommend you watch it um but the humor was on point for once in star trek which i find can be real hit and miss um and the the tone was great and saying the background details you could watch the episodes again and again and you'll pick things out each time that you would see and i just think they've just nailed it absolutely nailed it um and it's so different to anything else that the franchise does. It's so unique. Mm, there is, there is a, I just, I can't, I can't see how they can. And they've even said, we know the things we did wrong in season one. We know that there were too much of the sort of Boimler, Mariner, Rutherford, and um, t- uh, t- what, Tendi pairings. They, they've said that. We know there was too much of that. We're going to redo that in season two. It's going to be much more of an ensemble piece. I like the fact that they're openly, they're openly going, we know what we can do better. Mm. We know what we can do for the audience. We know what you guys want. And I, I think that's a really good sign of a show that it's listening to its audience as well. Yeah, it's, exactly. And I think it sounds, it, by, the, by the sound of it, it sounds like Strange New Worlds will be going in a kind of similar direction. It's what, mm-hmm. it's what people mm. want. And yeah. it's not to, to dismiss Picard or, or Discovery, but... Mm. You know, it's if you if you're doing more in line with what the fans want, then mm. the fans are going to enjoy it more. It's just as simple as that. Yeah, um, no. And I said, lower decks. I said, you know, I I I loved it, and all the all the I thought it was really really funny, sharp, and and just the amount of references they've chucked in there is just incredible. I mean, I I really want to rewatch season one because I said I probably missed. A lot of detail because obviously I, I don't know as much about Trek as um, as probably you, as, as you guys do, but um, it was it was just a really nice change of pace from the other Trek that we've got at the moment. So I I really really enjoyed it. So I, I can completely understand why you're really excited like for for season two. I'm I'm really looking forward to it myself. I just think it's the tonal shift that we need, mm. um, and I think it because sometimes Star Trek can be seen as a franchise which has gone some in some respects too far up its own rectum at some point <laughs> um, uh, in the old technobabble line. And you think when we got into stuff like, you know, some of Voyager where it really got over techy and over heavy um, and, and Discovery being possibly so maybe overwoke. I mean, I'm probably going yeah, to think... get nailed for saying that, but I think it's, it's great, and there's there's a there's a oh, this is probably the most controversial thing I'll say on this, and, and I, I I'm not trying to be nasty or anything, but I, it's there's a point where you go where, where where Trek 
wants to be encompassing and it wants to be all inclusive, and I get that. But it it, it it feels like it's trying to attract attention a bit too much, and in maybe in some respects in the wrong way. Um, and I get you know, and, and I said earlier on, I think Adira, brilliant character, great, brilliant character, really well done. But I think it could be that that Trek is trying to just kind of wave a little bit too loudly sometimes, and and I like the fact that Lower Decks counters that. Um, and goes actually, we're not going to take ourselves that seriously, and I think, and, and, and that's really good. Yeah, I, think, I was actually going to say, I think what's great about Lower Decks is it's it's not just its attention to detail and all that kind of thing. It's the fact it's it's able to kind of relax a bit. Yes, like it, it doesn't, as you said, it doesn't take itself as, as seriously. I know it's obviously meant to be kind of different to, you know, as said like Discovery, like Picard, but I just it's, it's refreshing. It is really is quite refreshing. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I definitely understand where, you, where you're coming from, Clive. Yeah, I think I think Discovery, and I'm glad Picard avoided this. Discovery seems that it can be a show which is is going right. We need to do all of this to make sure we're hitting all the target. Or you know, it feels like somebody's gone into the office, gone who's a bit hip and trendy, and has gone, "Hey guys, we need to make sure we're ticking all these boxes. Let's make sure we tick them all. Tick, 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 tick. Yep, we've got all that. It doesn't matter if the show's not working or if the show." Isn't quite what it should be, but we've got to we've got to be seen to be all all encompassing. Does that make sense? I'm hoping that I'm hoping that the, the guys who are listening to this and get where I'm coming from. I'm not in any way disrespecting any kind of communities or anything like that. I just think Discovery is is too concerned at times with um, with, ha- with 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 trying to get itself trying to tick things off. Same with uh, Doctor Who. Mm. Doctor Who did the same thing as well with Orphan yeah. 44. Oh, uh, yeah, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Sorry. Same thing. It's just all all those sci-fi shows are getting it wrong. And then you look at, I um, say it's Mandalorian that's just getting it right. Yeah, but it, didn't, it doesn't try to tick any boxes. It just it is what it is. Yeah. Um, it's more it, focused it does, on the story. It goes on the story. Yeah. It goes on. It goes on. These are the characters are in here. This is what they're about. That's it. It's not trying to overcomplicate things. It's not. It's mm. not. You know, got multiple threads and tried to do all sorts of clever my stuff. F- and my favourite line for this year: "Less is more." Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. and that's what Discovery desperately needs to learn. Yeah, yeah, totally. But that's why Lower Decks works, and that's why Lower Decks is exciting because it doesn't try and be that. That sometimes that pretentious show. I it, thought it, it was... doesn't. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was clever that they made uh, the Packlids the villains as well. Yes, yeah, totally. Um, but it, it works. It's so, oh, they just got it. They just got it right. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's what that that really excites me. And I, I'm, you know, I'm not. This is not me dissing Discovery again. It's not. <laughs> this is not me dissing Discovery. But you've got to you've got to look at it and go, what is offering the best entertainment and value at the moment? Um, and I, and I think it's lower decks. I genuinely think it do. I think the characters are so nuanced. That that'd be my shopping. No problem, Clive. Fifteen minutes, and I'll come back. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, of course, Clive. Not a problem. I'll, I'll, I'll put you on mute, but I'll leave it running. Okay. Oh. Hello. I'm back. Hello. 
that was quick, wasn't it? That's a full Tesco shop, but wait, 12 minutes. <laughs> you did it. I did it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so now everybody's not listening to us anymore because I've, I've slated Discovery and it's, it's equality, which is good. Um, yeah, but, it, but you know what? There's, there's so much in the series to be excited about. Genuinely. Mm. So yeah. much to be excited about. Yeah, and I'm, I said I completely understand, Clive, why I said why Lower Decks is such the most. It's like, you know, as you say, overall, for for each of them, to a yeah. lesser or, you know, greater degree, there is something to be it, it, it said excited about. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've watched it back twice. It's brilliant. It's, I'm I, sorry, it's brilliant. It is. Uh, like, I watched it through, like, within, like, four days in January, and then I watched it back, like, a month later, and, like, so quickly it's it's so i do enjoy it. i i am kind of like i watch so many adult um, animations that i <laughs> so, are... you added that word at the end there you <laughs> 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 watched so many adults and i was like oh please tell me this is going where i hope it's going and then you changed and you didn't so i was quite disappointed <laughs> <laughs> sorry 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 oh dear <laughs> uh, just that's just Jade, that's just bright my night up completely. Um, uh, oh, I'm so glad my kids aren't in the room. Um, so, and, and normally it's me that drops. It's normally me that drops into those kind of traps. That's what they're called. Yes. Yeah, adult, adult animation. Yeah, I'm sure. You do. Yeah. Do you have to go? You have to get them. <laughs> you have to go into the news shop, newspaper, news agent. Ask for ask for the counter you can take it off the top shelf for you. Like in the old days, maybe that's going. Maybe that's going back a bit before your time. That. <laughs> oh God, show me age. Um, anyway, you, you're saying sorry. Sorry, sorry. Like Family Guy and American Dad and oh, Final Space okay, yeah. and oh, Rick Final and Morty and Disenchantment and whatnot. Oh, so right, my okay. opinion's a little bit. Um, I don't know, it's kind of skewed because of watching all of those, so I kind of know them inside and out, so my yep. opinion's a little bit different than Jamie's, because Jamie really needs to watch all of them, if not some of them. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it's worth watching them. We, we, our, you know, Family Guy would be on um, on Star now on uh, Disney+. Plus. You can watch it's all also of that. Being, and, it's also yeah. being shown on ITV2. Is it? Oh, really? I'm and American TV Dad. Wow. Wow. They're on there. It's so right. I, I, yeah. I do think you do need to see them, Jeremy, to put a bit more perspective on it than just kind of, I think it's amazing. I think I'd put it in perspective rather than how you see it at the moment. Mm. But, but isn't, it, that the isn't that the exciting thing about Star Trek at the moment as well, is that you've got every series has a, dist and, and this is me agreeing with Discovery, every series has a distinct personality to it. Yeah. There is one thing you have mentioned, which I'm surprised about, from the first Contact Day panels. Uh, the woman, woman in Motion, the Michelle Nichols documentary. Oh, yes. Sorry. Uh, no, I haven't, actually. That's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah thanks. Checkmate. Yeah. Well done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm about, to, I'm about to blow you out of the water with the next bit, but we'll... we'll... He says, and then I'm going to discover it, aren't I? I'll have promised so much, I'll deliver. So, actually, what I should do is, I should now, we should do, like preview the rest of this episode, and then I should just not deliver on any of it. Like, like Discovery. 
we're going to do this, it's going to be this, we're going to do this, it's going to be amazing, there's going to be explosions, I'm going to reveal something you've never heard before, and it's going to be the most best thing you've ever heard in the next 25 minutes of this podcast, and then I'm just not going to deliver any of that at all. There you go. Clive How about that? Is a zoo. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, go on then. Nichelle Nichols, I think it's, um, it's well... I'm trying to think of the word. I think it's a, it's an exceptional idea um, and something that, that that is thoroughly deserved. I think um, her career has been well, just just mind blowing when you think about where it's come from uh, and the fact that you know she's only just done her last appearance uh, as part of the um, what was formerly Renegades, if you with me. Um, in the third part of that, I think I just just well deserved, well deserved. We, yeah. we met her. We, Jeremy's no doubt about to say it, but we met her at uh, EMCon a few years ago. Mm. I think it was mm. 2016. She ran over my foot in my wheelchair at Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What I was also going to say was, um, well, me and Simon have actually—I I, I don't know if you have as well, Clive—but we've actually got a. Um, a um oh blimey her her autobiography uh i've not read it believe it or not um it's the only one i haven't (laughs) i i i I need to go back to it i did start reading it and it was really really interesting as you say she's she's done a lot been through a lot um and you know i said i always like reading autobiographies because i said you really get to know them you know as a whole person like you know we know they're people, but you know we see kind of actors and actresses like that. You know, oh, they're very famous, and you know, you kind of you put them on a bit of a pedestal, don't you? Particularly if yeah. they're someone you, you you know you really admire. And I think like reading autobiographies, you really get a sense of who they are totally. overall. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's. I mean, I really like the the uh, Leonard Nimoy one, which was on which is on Netflix. Um, Love the that's a, Yeah, that's that's a great, great um, documentary piece. Uh, and, and I always, I kind of like all the Star Trek documentaries that they've done. When Shatner did the, the Captains, for example, great series that that was. Um, the Next Generation one they did was really good. That was a great one. I loved that. Loved that. And But these character ones have, have certainly the spot one's been fantastic and to highlight Michelle Nichols now is, is, is absolutely fantastic. Um, am I excited for it? Yes. Am I as excited as I, as I am for lower decks? Uh, probably shamefully. No, <laughs> but, but I, I put it on a par of excitement with the voyage documentary, which I think is going to be brilliant. I mean, I, I was looking at, I mean, I was lucky enough to see um, the DS9 one in the cinema um, on the one night that Derby, Derby's uh, City World had it, um, so we went. I would see it there with, with the club, um, and that was great. And, and I think you know the um, the strength of some of these documentaries done. I don't know if any of you guys seen the Susan Oliver one they did that, that, that was out there about uh, the Green Girl. It was called. That was another one that I recommend you you watch if you get a chance to watch it. Um, there's some really good ones out there. It used to be great to see what they do with, with this Michelle Nichols one. Really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I don't think um, I've not I've not seen um, that Susan on number one, but I did hear it was really was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, very very good. 
um, definitely again recommended to, to to watch. Can you get that on the um, oh, uh, DVD or something? Uh, no, you can probably download it illegally. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I, I couldn't recommend any any good uh, pirate sites, but you can probably get it somewhere. Um, it's definitely worth a watch just to understand her career, and it's in fact it's it's May May was the month in which she actually she died. Um, so it's it's kind of topical around this kind of time as well. Um, definitely watch that. But yeah, documentaries love a good love a good documentary. The Voyager one could be absolutely stonking. Um, definitely something to get excited about. The Nichelle Rock Nichols one again, something to get excited about. But it's a, it's a it's going to be a, uh, an interesting watch, I think, to see how they go that one. Um, but yeah, yeah, very good, cool. Um, so, <laughs> um, I've done something recently. Um, so I don't know. I can't remember the last time we if we talked last time. Um, I I wrote an article years ago for for some kind of Star Trek about the UK club scene. And it was one of the articles that actually has probably been read the most about the fact that it just seemed to have just died. Um, and I don't know. I mean, do, do you guys have any kind of, do you guys have any clubs around where you are actual Star Trek fan association clubs or anything like that? Not that uh, I know of. No, not, not to my knowledge. No. Okay. Um, so one thing that kind of really excites me about coming out of lockdown is one, somehow we've managed to keep the Stoke Club going for 12 months without a physical meeting, which is scary to think about it, that we haven't physically met as a group since February last year. Um, but as of pretty much, fingers crossed, this week, we will actually be part of Starfleet, which is the the International Fan Association. Um, and that's taken us a few, a while to get there to do it. But one of the things that's really exciting me is that when we re, when we get back to having physical meetings, we're actually going to be finally part of the larger organisation. Um, so I don't know what the clubs there are. It's kind of, we're kind of run out of Birmingham as a group because kind of Birmingham is the central hub in the UK for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I'm getting really excited because we're going to actually be an official proper club, <laughs> not just Star Trek Stoke, <laughs> which is great. Um, so yeah, the documents, we sent all the documents off this week to be able to do that. Um, and I have a uniform for the first time ever, which I never ever <laughs> said I would do. And I swore blind I would never buy one, I'd never have one. And I do. <laughs> Are you going to wear it? Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a. Yeah, I've already wearing it and checked it, and it fits. Um, and we've got and and I'm just that, that really excites me that we're going to actually be a proper club, part of the the larger kind of UK instead of just being the Stoke Club. Um, but it's been going so we've been going for about three years, um, which is going to lead into probably rebranding some kind of Star Trek, um, which was kind of where I'm going. So. Uh, yeah, we've 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 gone for a uniform. We've gone for the uniform from the period between Nemesis and Picard. Oh, yes. So we've actually gone for that 
you know the uniform that that um, he's wearing is Admiral Picard. That style, we've gone for that style. Um, so with the the, the um, first contact com badge and, and rank pits. But yeah, we've gone for that, um, and it, it, it's 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 really nice, and I didn't expect it to be. And I was I was really I was I was always like the most negative person when it came to uniforms. Um, but I'm really excited to kind of just get back into. And we talked about it with the conventions, and we should have really kind of talked about it then. But I'd certainly say, guys, if you, if you know of any clubs or you know of anything that's part of Starfleet and the International Fan Association, definitely see if you can get involved with them in the local area. Um, we've we've kind of finally kind of taken the plunge, uh, and we're really sort of looking forward to what this will do for the club in the next sort of twelve months. Um, and one of the things that we've done, I said, we've, we've, we've created a newsletter. Well, it's not really a newsletter. And, you, and I've sent it to you, both you guys have read it. Um, and it's kind of not been... It started off as a two pages of A4. <laughs> 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 um, it's not two pages of A4 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Warp Core is our kind of club magazine, which we're going to do more sort of club-focused stuff in it as well. Um, yeah, you, I just want to say but, you've, you've done a really fantastic job with that, that magazine, Clive. You and the people you work with, I think, because you sent us a, a couple of issues, haven't you? Yeah. Um, and it's really, really great. I said it's really, really interesting. It's just the, the layout of it, the topics you, you guys... Um, going so I've thoroughly enjoyed reading it yeah and it's it's genuinely is a good one this is a nice topic for you so I I went through a bit of soul searching in regards to kind of where I was with Trek about probably about six to eight months ago during kind of lockdown whatever it was at that point and I kind of was I didn't know where I was because I enjoyed writing some kind of Star Trek. Absolutely love it. It's been seven years we've been doing that now. Um, but I'm, I, I wasn't sure where I was going with it. I really didn't know how I felt about the site, the content. I thought that there was some content that was lacking, that I was actually probably not writing as good a quality as I had been. Um, and I kind of went where am I going? And then we started doing this and, then, and, then, and we've been doing the newsletter for a couple of months at this point. And it was a couple of pages. And then it kind of evolved into three pages and then into 10 and then into 15. <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly we were rocking at like 30 pages a month. And I realized that I was loving doing it. And, and, some of the stuff that's on some kind of Star Trek was migrating across into it and, and likewise going the other way. So I'm probably going to rebrand some kind of Star Trek as the Warp Core, which means that the Warp Core will kind of have selected pieces from the magazine and then each month the magazine will, will be kind of a much more in-depth selection of topics that have been kind of pulled together over the course of the month. Um, but it genuinely excites me about track to be doing something that I can kind of do a bit of design, a bit of writing. Uh, it's just it's it's me excited again about writing about track. Um, 
and it's great because I've got people who want to contribute to it as well. So it's not just myself. And I, I genuinely, saying I, I had this kind of period where I thought, where am I going? Um, and am I am I still liking Trek as much as I did? Um, and this really reignited my passion for it, along with Lower Decks. Yeah, I know that's like I mean, I won't I won't go into any details, but there's something I quite like, um, like a franchise I really enjoy, mm. um, and like um, it's a game, and I and I there's a lot of fan fiction on it, and I found in the last couple of years I've kind of I've just been I've weaned myself off a bit, a bit like I don't read as much, mm. and like they're making this new game to this franchise, um, and it's it's kind of reignited my passion for it. So I definitely understand where you're coming from, Clive. Yeah. Go, go and tell him, Jamie. Go and tell him. Oh, why not? It's a game called uh, Life is Strange. <clears throat> Never heard of it. No. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised, though. No. I won't go into details because we'll be here forever. But it's, okay. it's a game I play on my PlayStation 4. They've done a couple, They've done a few of these games, and they're, they're making another one. And it's yeah. kind of... That kind of has reignited my passion for it because it's we, they're doing... We, we did an episode, and if it helps. Yeah. Go and listen to that. <laughs> okay, I'll listen to that, and then I'll probably get an understanding of it. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, I mean, what have you guys had that kind of similar? It's weird because we started off kind of thinking about things that we're going to be like excited about, and I've, I've probably just you know emptied my emptied my soul on here for the last. No, it's Clive. But, when you were saying it like six or eight months ago, it is very similar to what we felt, what I felt back then when it was the yeah. first lockdown, and kind of well, now what? Now what the hell do we do? Yeah. And what we decided to do was go into Overdrive. We released more episodes than we ever thought possible. Yeah. Because yeah. we were like twiddling our thumbs going, oh, now what the hell do we do? So I just thought to Jamie, right, that's it. We're doing more. We're doing more. I don't care. People need it. We need it. So we, I say yeah. we bumped up to four episodes a month. So yeah. I can understand yeah. you going, well, now what the hell do I do? Um, and yeah, you just put, with all the free time, it's just like, well, I might as well put my efforts into that thing. Like, yeah. I can't go out of the house, so I might as well put it into well, like, Star Trek in some way and fandom yeah. in some way. Yeah, it's not quite that. I think, I think with the with the because I, I think what you're saying, you kind of ramped up your volume. I didn't. I was on the other side. I was heading the other way at one point to actually doing less stuff mm. um, and becoming less interested. Yeah. Um, I. I there's just so much, and I, you know, I know we've dissed a few bits on here today, and, I'm, and and you know what, I don't, I don't, I don't hate Trek in any way. I don't hate any of Trek. There's nothing I kind of go, I really dislike it. It's the worst thing ever. There's some I like more than others. There's some that I appreciate more. There's some that I think have things that they need to work out a little bit more. But I love it as a franchise, and I, I like the different directions. I like the different ways to say. You know, there's things that 20 years ago I didn't really like watching, but now 20 years later I think is fantastic. Masterpiece Society, season five of Next Gen. At the age of 15, God, that episode, I couldn't stand it. It was just boring, dull. Watched it a couple of years ago, thought it was brilliant. You know, just, and things change. And, and, and you know, our opinions will change. And, you know, in 10 years, you look at things differently. Um, but I generally got to a point where where I was so drained by the opinions of fandom and and the and, and that's why i don't while i write a lot about Trek and i like to interact with people who read it and i like to put stuff out there and i'll drop a comment and stuff occasionally 
I'm not a huge tweeter. I don't tweet a lot. I don't Facebook comment and stuff because I just get so bored and just just it, I feel tired with just people continuously just being so negative. Mm. Um, and I don't. None of us need that. And and that's the one of the things that Trek is not about. Trek is not a negative program. Yeah. It's not. I... It's yeah. I, I find that with uh, just just anything in general that I'm into, like if I'm part of a Facebook group or something, I'm I'm very selective about what I comment. If I can see someone's posted a topic about something that's going to be so gain a lot of like negativity, mm. you know, or just uh, I just stay away from it. I just don't go anywhere near it. No, no. So because yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with having a different opinion, or as you say, kind of not liking something that's that's absolutely fine it's, yeah. no one's saying you can't not like something but it's just the way people just go about it i think sometimes it's like i don't know but as you say it's just yeah you give somebody a keyboard and suddenly they become you know keyboard warriors yeah oh my just just <laughs> no i yeah. can't be, just if you've got that negative opinion just don't watch it don't like it if you think it's that bad that it drives you to that point where every week you have to. Uh, there was uh, there was somebody that that I knew of um, who had quite a negative opinion of Discovery. I mean, to the point where they they had said I'm not watching it anymore, but would continue to comment on how bad it was after they said they'd stop watching it. And you kind of going, right? We understand your opinion is negative, but but surely because you no longer watch it, you can't now have an opinion on something you you haven't experienced mm. um, and that that's kind of where I, I see some people going oh I hate it it's too have you watched it no I've not watched it because it's rubbish but you you don't know what you're talking you, you know come on mate you, you don't know what you're talking about it's like yeah it's like you, you obviously they know up to a certain point whatever they've yeah. watched up to but anything beyond it is that well you don't know because you've not watched no. to that point have you so, absolutely yeah I'll, I'll, absolutely. I'll, I'll get what you mean Clive yeah yeah um, but yeah, just saying the, the, the great thing that excites me now is, is the future of the club, mm. um, the future of um, the Warp Core, um, as it will probably become known, because um, we'll have the Warp Core in kind of two formats. We'll have a digital one. And the reason we do the reason to do the magazine, it, it's it, we have a, a very an ever growing readership. <laughs> so it's it's not 10 people, believe it or not. It's it's quite a few more. Um, and it is growing. Um, and, and you know, if there's anybody who would like to have an issue to see what it's like, you're more than welcome. It's not for profit, you know. We know there are pictures in there, Star Trek stuff, and whatever. We're not asking. There's no money involved. It's it's purely for anybody who wants to read it. Um, and we do it because we love just writing about Trek and doing stuff about Trek, and that's the only reason we do this magazine. Um, and it's just just something different. And people, and it's interesting that the, the comments we get back about it are. We love it because it's a magazine. It's kind of old school, nineties kind of feel to it. Mm. That you know, it's you used to go in the news age and pick up an issue of TV Zone or Starburst or um, Starlog, and it's that's the kind of feel that I want to get. That's the kind of feel when yeah. I've been. All you're, I've been... all you're missing is a film Planet advert at the back. Um, uh, <laughs> we are looking for advertisers actually, but we're not paid. So this is just really an opportunity for just promoting either events or anything. I'm not. We're not. We're not asking. And when we have advertised for a couple of businesses and things that have been in there and people's, you know, other hobbies and stuff related to Trek, we're not asking for, you know, I've, 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 I'm sure I can spare a half page for you guys, for example, to, to just advertise 
this podcast. Uh, not this specific one, because God knows what, who wants to listen to me for flipping two hours. I don't really don't know. Um, but, I, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, give a bit of space to you guys to, to do something on that. Um, and there's, it's not a case of paying for it. It's just a case of being able to offer another avenue just, to promote something. Just community, isn't it? It's yeah, just kind of absolutely. having community. Like, so it's, it, for us, this is just a passion project for us. It's not really... Yeah. For anything yeah. else to say, it kept us sane during lockdown one oh, because definitely. yeah, just, I can imagine that was just tough. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it has been tough. It has been tough. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the, I think it's having the go on, go. On. I was just saying overall, I think Trek overall has just been, you know, I said I've 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 been a fan of Star Trek now for oh, it must be blimey. Like 12, 13 years, would you say, Si? Didn't you say to me it was 2008, wasn't it? 2007-ish, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, about 12, 13 years. And like, you know, I'm, I'm, I said, odd enough, I said, I know when I was saying earlier, I said I'm rewatching Terra. So I actually rewatched Enterprise first. Mm. Um, and like, even after this this long, I gained a new appreciation for Enterprise. That's oh, it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> I love it. it and even in particular, Hoshi, Hoshi, uh, Sato, uh, you know, yeah, Hoshi's, Hoshi's, that's, that's right, Hoshi Sato, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, Jamie likes a bit of naughty Hoshi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's not the only, only thing I like about her, Sire, but yes, thank you. That's all right, we are recording after nine o'clock, we're after water, you're okay. <laughs> but, you know, just... Uh, and, you know, just even after all that time, what all said for me recently, as I said earlier, which yeah, I'll go in more into when we when we record our um, Star um, Eagle Moss episode with you, Clive. Yes. Um, my recent interest in Starship models. Like, you think after all these years, I thought, oh no, you know, Trek, you know, nothing will surprise me anymore. And it's kind of like it still does. I'm still finding out new things and gaining new interests and passions for it. And I think it's just, I think it's just amazing, as you say, you, you had that period where you were kind of, oh, we're going to do less, and then. You, I said you had that passion reignited for you, yeah. and there's always a certain degree of peaks and troughs of the franchise. Where it's like mm. when you feel great with it, and then there's other periods. Where it's like, oh no, yeah, yeah. God, thirteen years since you've got into track, my God. And I'm thinking, yeah. I remember coming out of the cinema from watching the Voyage Home. Mm. That's what um, '86. Yeah, 87 when it was out in the UK. Because um, it was on at the same time, and, and there were two films that you could go and see at the time. It was either, this was in Truro Cinema in Cornwall, so anybody around the <laughs> lives. Um, the two films that were on in the cinema at the time were Star Trek 4 mm-hmm. or Superman 4. <laughs> <laughs> Easy choice. <laughs> Easy choice, my friends. Yeah. Easy choice. But yeah, I was like, wow. So he's 86 was when I was, I'm a, I remember, anyway, that's a, that's a humble story for <laughs> the time. But yeah, um, just, it's just nice to be doing something in a slightly different format. Um, just something we can play about with. I can do little bits in there and, and just really kind of, it's just reignited a kind of love for the franchise where I don't have to, because I think in some ways that the format of, of Ghost has limited it somewhat but yeah i mean we're looking this will be it i think december this year is eight years that that site's been running wow. um and we've done i've done something in the region 900 articles <laughs> My okay God. 
Yeah, I know. And there's ones I've looked back at and gone, I don't remember writing that. <laughs> <laughs> what? And I've written something and yeah. gone, hang on a minute, this, this sounds familiar. And then I've flipped back and gone, I wrote this about four years ago. <laughs> so there's stuff on there that, that actually... Archived. I mean, we, we review, I, I reviewed every single one of the 180 ships in a written article. <laughs> every single one. Every special. Virtually every um, um, bonus ship as well. Uh, we're now covering, well, I'm now covering every one of the um, online ships. So I've done something in the region of about 250 to 260 ship reviews, which is just silly when you think how many ways can you describe a warp engine? And, and that's just, <laughs> it's just weird. And that's, that's one of the things where you kind of go, I got to 100, I got to 180, and I was like, "Wow, thank God, that's it, I'm done." I'm <laughs> no, done. I got an email you. I went, "Ah, oh, I'm done," and then I went, "Oh, they're doing an STO collection." Oh, bums! <laughs> <laughs> that was it, and I was off again. Um, but yeah, man, 180 issues of, and, and every single one we did from 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 August 2000, whatever it was when they started. Um. And just some of those have been. I mean, that's that. As you said, that'll be an episode. I'll, I'm, I'm really excited. That's one of the things that's exciting about Trek is doing that episode with you guys about Ecomos and the ships. I just, I can't, because that, that'll be like we'll have to just write off an entire Friday night, pretty much as I've done anyway with this. But, but uh, yeah, 2012, just, 2012, August yeah. 2012. I believe, yeah, Friday. that's what wow. I. Just yeah, because I'd, I'd, I'd done a lot of prep for that for the one with Damien and with you, so I've got quite a lot of notes for Jamie's benefit, but for my interest as well. Because yeah, I, I say I've been devoted to it as well, so I, yeah, I put an awful lot of effort into it. Yeah, as you I do. Think, I think Damien does. Damien does the best video reviews, um, and I think at some point it was commented that I did the best written review. The collection, not that I'm gonna blank bracket or anything, but. <laughs> Um, but it was it was mentioned on a few forums somewhere that we did that because we've you know I've, I've been lucky enough to kind of talk to the guys at, uh, at Hera Collector over the last sort of seven eight years uh, and built up kind of some nice relationships with a few people there so um, through the stuff that, that, that Scott's done and, and they've given me some really good opportunities we were the, we actually Scott was the first place that announced they were doing the special editions you know the, the specials mm. so nobody knew they were doing. we we were the first website that actually said. That announced it before here, but before Eaglemoss did. So the the DS9 model, the picture that's on, I think the picture that's on Scost from the when I announced it is the first picture of that model, and the first any any news anybody knew about them doing specials, and the larger scale. Um, it's like fan sets. Fan sets. We did the first. Um, <laughs> Scost did the first review of fan sets. That's uh, another was, thing that you know <laughs> I'm blaming you for. Don't. Don't. Oh, are you same as me? First um, contact day. I had to get um, Pike <laughs> in the wheelchair because that's beautiful. Um, Kirk in the Tholian web spacesuit, um, <laughs> and I've just I've just got on the way now. Uh, Lacutus, the M one one three monster, the Fenris Ranger badge, and Seven from Picard. And I'm just, it's just a bad sight. It's just bad. 
it's just it's just it's just i just hate it it's the worst site ever um jamie that'll be you in the future as well you, you're starting with eagle moss next it'd be yeah. fan sets as well yeah well, and, and yeah what i will say right now clive is i i'm um with eagle moss i'm gonna be uh, i'm not gonna be a completionist i'm gonna be a, kind of one of those select well one of those people kind of select specific cherry ones i really like yeah cherry pick i think it yeah, good choice, because I think my Eagle Moss collection at the moment is supporting the entire <laughs> west wing of my house. Um, I think that's pretty much what the foundations are built on. Um, it's, it's just the Eagle Moss models. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's a great collection. And, and and I've got to say, the quality gets better the further you get into it. And, and the quality of the stuff they've done for the online collection, again, this really excites me. The online collection, while well, you know what, it's a bit of fun and it's not canon in some respects the quality of the models is absolutely superb um i've been again blown about blown away by the quality they've actually put together in some of these online ones uh, and some of the some of the specials and stuff and, and we'll cover it all i'm sure we'll cover it but yeah the quality is just getting better and better with the star trek stuff they're doing um, i want an enterprise f refit it's coming yeah no it, it, it's coming it's about it. three or four issues away yeah, it looks really nice. It looks really Cause, nice because I've got the other the, um, the bonus issues, which I'm sure Did you, you get both? as well. I, yeah, I, I only got the online version because I didn't want the grey one. Exactly. <laughs> I went. It's not actually. It's not even non-canon canon. So I kind of didn't get the grey one. <laughs> I actually didn't get it because it was not. It was too. It was too uncanon for me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a bit weird. It's like. Normal starships, grey as anything, and then yeah. you go on SEO and it's like black, white, whatever, and it's like, yep, we'll have that yeah. one. But yeah. I just went, oh, you know what? I'm in for a penny. Like at this point, like, I must just get both the damn things. Like it's the same model, but yeah. yeah. Oh, so, they've done some. They've done some great bonus editions, and I've I've loved every one of the bonus editions they've done. Um, just because they're so off the wall, but again, I'm sure most... I don't want to. I don't want to dive too much into that because I think we can just wax lyrical for flipping Jamie, hours on that. You have to paint me for that because I think with Damon, I got a bit stuck on a few ships. So I have to try and paint me off a few ships. So I kept saying about the same things. Just so I hope, oh. hope, just I kept saying about two ships in particular. It's like there's more out there, Simon. Just, oh yeah, talk yeah. more, talk more. Damn it, there's <laughs> more out there. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's there's some really the, some of the great bonus ones out there. There's some some of the specials have been just amazing, and and yeah, no, the Eagle Moss genuinely really excites me when you see something new coming out, and you just kind of wonder what they're going to do. They've just, you know what they've they've learned. They've done a couple of things that haven't worked. The bust was a terrible idea. <laughs> the Janeway one, the one that <laughs> I think somebody got, which was not exactly well to to spec. They were just a, a horrendous idea. The one that looks like Cisco's doing something really wrong as well. Um, I think we all know what that is. Um, the Cisco one was a bit of a mistake. The, the Janeway one that looked like she'd been... I don't know. I can't even comment on that one. Um, and they just ended the collection, which was a really good idea. But they've got so much coming. Um, but, yeah, I, I, and, and, and there is... Yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep the eagle my stuff for later. But there is one other thing, and I'm, I'm this is the last thing for tonight because otherwise we'll be here till Christmas. Well, you're that, enjoying it, Clive. I am. Tell I am, you're happy. I am, like I am. You know, I, it, 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 
it's again, it's it's just getting my passion back. We're in. like Star Trek therapy. I think I say this every time we chat to you. It's like Star Trek therapy. It's like break <laughs> time, like because we like we don't say to you like don't say this, don't say that. We just sit there and go and like, and, and, yeah. and, and you know, it's a, this is your episode, so. I know, but you know, it's, uh, and you just, you just, leave, you just kind of go, just light it, and we'll just let him go, and he'll just talk. And we've done it for two hours. This is an easy episode. We can just edit that swearing, and just, just carry on. It's fine. Um, Cut out what... the shopping, but yeah, but <laughs> Cut out the Tesco shop. There are only, <laughs> only a couple of things with a short shelf life. You're all right. Um, so, um, uh, and he had to come back because he forgot to deliver me frozen. But that's that's a that's a. Uh, Entirely different man, um, but yeah, there's one other thing that is going to get is getting me really excited about Star Trek at the moment, and and it's the gaming world. And you guys are probably going, "What do you mean, Clive? What do you mean the game world?" And I mean the tabletop gaming world. Flux, because you love talking about no. Flux. No, I no? love Flux. I love Flux. Have you got? Oh, 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 Flux. Attack Queen. The... No, have you got Flux? Have you got the Esri Dak card? Yes, I bought it because of you as well. Because it's always you, damn it, Clive. <laughs> I see you and it's like, that's a nice thing. I want that now, so I've got one, yes. Oh, I God. do, I do. Yeah, yeah, I got the Ezra Tapper card. I've got all four versions of Flux. Um, so I've got, got the Voyager one as well. But it's not that, it's not Attack Wing. What is it, damn it? Um, and I've got Chrono, Work, Chrono Trek as well, which is a great game. Get Chrono Trek, get Chrono Trek. Just get that game, that's brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> and it is Attack Wing. But it's not Attack Wing. So I don't know if you... Um, so I've continued to buy expansions for Attack Wing for the last God knows how many years. Forever. As, uh, forever. If I can find <laughs> one as a bonus or a cheapie on eBay or from some shop that nobody knows exists, then I'll find it and I'll, I'll get it and I'll, I'll try and complete my collection, which I very much doubt will ever be complete. But anyway, there you go. It, because also they're models, which is the other reason why, <laughs> I think, why you collect them as well. <laughs> No, just no. in a slightly smaller scenario. Oh, um, home bargain storage boxes are brilliant, by the way, for, for storing attack wing. Uh, I have to have a box for my cards, and they're all. Where's, where's the micro in. machines? Oh no! You know what? I never had them. No. I never had. Them. I was right. You're about the only person who didn't. Right. I have this. I have this. I have a point where I kind of go. When I was younger, I was very much into the videos and the books. That was kind of my thing with Trek when I was younger. And as I've grown older, it's grown into big models of ships <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And, I, and I've stayed away from, may I require, quote-unquote, the tat. Now, the micro-sheets were, were awesome, and I never got them, and I regret it. All right. So, you know, I, I whip myself every night remembering <laughs> that I didn't get them, and it, and it makes me cry. But the big thing that's making me excited at the moment and, and is in the US at the moment is how we're going to be getting a game called Alliances. I don't know if you guys have seen this. So if you're, if you're familiar with Attack Wing, which I absolutely love, <laughs> as you will know, and could play for hours, for days, and I have more cards that I know what to do with and I can make more combinations of ships and captains and weapons and God knows what else. Than, than is ever, ever going to be physically needed. I mean, God, when am I ever going to play a Bajoran Solar Sailor in my fleet? I don't know. It's the worst ship in the game. I don't know why they even made it, but anyway. Alliances, and particularly coming in, being, being in a situation where you can't kind of socialise as well, Alliances is the kind of attack wing version two. 
so the uh, the starter pack for it isn't out yet in the UK, but it's coming. And the great thing with alliances is that you can use bits off Attack Wing in it, but also it has a one-player campaign, a campaign that you can play without having to worry about talking to people, which is great because you know <laughs> I hate people. People are awful, <laughs> flipping dreadful. But it's a whole different kettle of fish. Plus, there's a whole load of expansion packs coming in for me. That's just it's just the worst. And there's a Cardassian faction pack. There's a Vulcan faction pack. There's a Klingon faction pack. There's, and, I, and this is all for Attack Wing as well. And I'm just kind of going, oh, my God, my wallet is going to hate me. Because they're like 25 quid a shot. And and the, the, the starter pack for alliances is just kill. I just don't even want to think about it. And I'm counting the days that it comes out over here. Um, but it really excites me. I love, I love tabletop Trek gaming. I think it's awesome. I'm not a great fan of STO, to be fair with you. I play it in and out. No, 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 no. But I love Attack Wing. And Alliances is going to really, hopefully, his, his fingers crossed, going to reignite my love of that game because of the options you've got. It's a, whole, it's a whole Dominion War campaign. I think there's six missions to play through. And effectively, the, the Jemadar ships... Um, of which I have several already, of course. Um, from the Dominion faction pack, <laughs> which, which I got like last year, um, you play it through and you were against the Jemadar basically, but the Jemadar are kind of AI controlled. Um, and then you play as the Federation ships, which you can upgrade as you go through the mission. So as you progress through the game, you'll be able to get more upgrades and change things and make ships better. And it's an Excelsior and a, I think it's a Nebula class. I might be wrong. No, it's not. I think it's an Akira class, actually. Excelsior class next to an Akira class. The two ships you use. But it looks brilliant. Uh, and reports from the US say it's a pretty, good, pretty decent game. Um, but yeah, get yourself into that side. That's your next one that I'll be, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be making you buy. I don't know. I mean, what, what, are, you, are, you, are, you kind of, are you thinking of sticking with just going for the card stuff or sticking with your Flux and, you know? We've only played Flux once and... <sighs> I, the thing is, I have already gone down that sort of game of little ships um, battling kind of thingy thing. I did that ages ago with, with Phil, and that ended <laughs> up being... I've still got boxes full of tiny ships with um, information on it, and you you fight it. So I I know what that's like, and then you end up with... So, yeah, so... <laughs> It's just me, me and Jamie, but the thing is, me and Jamie don't tend to do it. We tend to sit down and chat about films and whatnot and yeah. other things. So I'm not sure whether maybe I'd venture into it, but I don't know how hard I'd go into it. But I say so my wallet already suffers from fansets and eagle moss, so I don't, I don't quite know when. I'd have to see what it's like, but maybe if you if you feel adventurous at some point. Go on eBay and look up Attack Wing Borg Cube with oh, Sphere. Oh, I've, I've seen it, and it's like <laughs> I've seen it, and DS Nine, and whatever I, else are the massive models. I didn't get the Borg Cube, uh, and looking at the prices now, I pretty much will never get the Borg Cube because <laughs> it's like three hundred. You're quid. like Holy Grail, isn't it? Like... But I got the DS Nine, and it's beautiful. It's massive. How are you supposed to use it on a 3x3 game board? I don't know. Because it's 
flipping huge. It's got to be about a foot across. <laughs> um, but it's just I, just, I, I genuinely get excited about about attack ring and can just sit and. Um, I did a I did a couple of sessions with the guys from the club where I set up a camera above my dining table and did a kind of masterclass on setting up attack wing and setting up a, and starting off on the basics. Um, and it, it just ah oh, just love it. I just love it. I, you, I'm guessing you kind of did, did was it hero clicks you were doing then? Um, but no, you did end up with some of my stray ones when I think I did attempt to start it, but it never happened. It never. Yeah. Never really panned out, so you ended up with the odd extras that I bought uh, yeah. for when we did. A, I'd while say, yeah. a, a while ago, I was having a bit of a spring clean and messaged Clive and went, I know you like these things, would you like them? And he went, you're right. So I sent yeah. them up to him and it's a box of like nine ships. God knows, I think they were um, common as muck, but it was just like, yeah, I'll take them. I'll it's fleet building so it's like whatever yeah sure so no, was that. I, I think I say I've played I think it was um, Pirates of the Caribbean there's like five different variants of it oh, but God. that was tiny little pirate ships and you would literally fight them with like side of the card and go oh that has a range of this thing we, we played that so I, I know what yeah. that's like when you want this one ship that's like super duper it can't get destroyed it's got a billion guns on it yeah, the scimitar, the scimitar in um, in attack wing. If you're looking at sort of regular sized ships, so I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it. I don't know if I will or not, but it's on my <laughs> radar. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, alliances is, is what you're going to look out for. So I, I, it, the good thing with it is, if you don't have any friends like I don't, um, you can play it on your own. Um, if if it's got a one-player option with alliances, which is this campaign. But you can play it two-player, you can play it one-player, you can play, I think, a four-player. It's got a lot of different different options. I mean, there's some some kind of one-player stuff you can do in Attack Wing, but um, this new starter pack is, is really exciting. And, and saying the faction packs that are coming for Attack Wing as well genuinely look fantastic. Um, probably completely overpowered. Um, Cardassian one looks good. I'm just I'm just excited about it getting back and playing stuff uh, and getting all that kind of stuff out again and dusting it dusting it down and having club meets oh, having tournaments just, and... oh yeah yeah and we're going to do that I think we'll have if, if, if with the with the alliances box we'll have enough to do a kind of proper tournament um, which is going to be really good but I think it'll be a case of we'll start off with everybody just having a ship that if you know that they'll upgrade and, and we'll you should have like, like... Operation um, Return and things, couldn't you? You could have battles yeah. like that. Yeah, you can properly set up anything you want. You can do anything from the series if you want to. A lot of the ships came with scenarios anyway uh, that you could run through. So Battle of the Bassam Rift from Nemesis was one of those with the, with the scimitar. Um, and the, there was a variety of stuff you could, you could kind of play out in either two or one player scenarios. Um, but yeah, you can, do, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You can build whatever you want. You can even mix the faction. You can, even, you know, you can do faction pure. You can mix it up. You can do. It's just great. I love it. Sounds <laughs> like you get a little free reign in it, which sounds really good. Yeah, it, it depends how um, anal you want to be. Um, so you can, you can at times kind of go purely. I'm going to do federation 
as a, as, a, as your faction, or you can kind of go, well, actually, I want to put Wayoon on the Enterprise E with Romulan Disruptors. You can you can really play about with it, do you want? It's it's a very open game when it comes to it, and its interpretation as to as to how you want to play it. I prefer playing faction pure. So if I'm playing as Federation, I only use Federation cards. If you're playing as a Klingon, I just use Klingons. There's there's an independent faction, which means there's a load of stuff in there that you know, Gorn and Herogen and Krenim, um, and then you've got um, that's and you've got in, saying independent. You've got Mirror Universe ones as well. So you've got ISS Defiant, um, the uh, Regents flagship, ISS Enterprise from the original series. Uh, there's loads of stuff that you can throw in. It's 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 a real it's a good game. It's just it's it, I think because it's kind of quite complicated at stages, it hasn't had quite the following over here that that we would have hoped it to. But I know there is a a little community on on Facebook um, that is a UK group. So hopefully that'll be something else I can get back into when life returns to some semblance of normality <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm but yeah, really happy to yeah. hear about. Dwarf Core, Clive. I think it's, it sounds amazing. I'm so happy to see you enthusiastic and things about it again. And yeah, yeah, definitely, Clive. And as I said, you know, the work you 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 and people you work with have put into that is just amazing. You can the passion comes through. Yeah, the, 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 we've, it's, that's the it's, most important thing. It's gone through some iterations over its time in the last sort of twelve months. When I mean, this next issue is, it, we've been doing it for a year um, as the, as a magazine. Um, and this month's issue is kind of all, I'm about halfway through kind of planning it. There's a few things in there. We've got some stuff about what we're doing with Starfleet um, and the Finance Association. But it's it's a genuinely a genuinely exciting project uh, to be working on. And I've, I've talked to somebody else in the last sort of week or so who said, actually, you know what? I'd like to come and do some stuff on it for you. Um, but I think that we'll see. You'll see more magazine work and probably less. Scost articles as as in the site. I think that you'll still you'll see that as selected pieces from the from from the magazine going onto the page, and the magazine being the kind of the main bulk of it. So you'll get that as kind of monthly monthly chunk of trek, if you will. Um, but it's just giving me that it's just a variety I can do with it, and and the stuff we can play around and the layouts, and I'm just just loving it, just loving doing that kind of stuff again, and loving coming and talk to you guys, of course, because that's <laughs> that's that's always a a laugh, and I haven't luckily mentioned the return by William Shatner, which is good. That's fine. Or Voyager tonight, which is good. So. <laughs> and I've been on for longer than an hour. And we haven't lost any, you know, usually we have some sort of technical issue or we lose somebody or um, I can only be on for like 45 minutes because I've got to go and do something. <laughs> but tonight, hey, you've got me for ages. It's been good. It's been really good. Long overdue, Clive. Definitely. I know. So it's always, it's always lovely getting you back on again, Clive. I mean, just thought this kind of episode, we just thought, you know, it works well the first time. I said you get to get to talk about whatever you like. So yeah, and and I, I apologise to anybody who probably gets about halfway through one of these and goes, oh, he's, just, he's just still talking. He's still talking. <laughs> oh my god, oh Jesus. Um, but you know, it's it's just nice to come on and and, and chat and and just kind of find out where you guys are and. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think every time we come on uh, and we have, we have a chat, it's, it's always long overdue. It's always long overdue <laughs> every time. Uh, but no, the next time is, is I'm, I'm excited. 
I genuinely am quite excited to do it before it's talking to the Eagle Moss one. I just, I, oh, that's, that's just, just getting the teeth into that again is going to be, it's it's going to be fantastic. It's your bread and butter, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the kind of, it's the kind of, it's absolutely the, uh, the salt of the earth, isn't it? It's the, uh, the true, the true core of, pretty much what what cost was built on um was was the was those reviews uh, of that original 180 was and it was it was weird because i was we go back to it again writing that last one writing about the board keep for first contact and you're kind of sitting there and you're right thinking this is this is the last one this is really odd i'm writing about the last ship i've done 180 of these <laughs> just just of the regular collection and you're thinking my God, we've done I've done every single one of these, and here we are, eight years later or whatever it is from the start of that collection, and I'm writing about issue 180, and it's 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 done, and it was weird doing that last. It's, it genuinely was. People might think I'm being weird here, but genuinely, after having done that many reviews over that many years and having taken that many photographs, all of which are of course catalogued and all folded up. <laughs> um alphabetically. Um it's we come to that end of that and go, Whoa. Where wow <laughs> we, it was it's a routine of it all like two weeks like, oh another ship's coming in like oh I'm yeah. not bothered about that one. I love that one but yeah. I say even even my low tech. I'm taking a picture. Even that's like oh, like I now have to find excuses to do it. Like it's not good. Like it's not fun. I like get the table out, get it right, make sure it's lighted reasonably good enough. Yeah. Just no. No. And I more more ships like where put them, but we still get them. I know. And I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a couple of beams in my loft that are you know aching from and creaking from the amount of it's, track stuff that they're holding up. It's like trials and tribulations, like what Dax says. It's like, well, we could build a new station. Like you do need a like Eagle Moss house. Oh, you do. There's, there's a, there has to be a point where you kind of go, enough, I'm done. Um, <laughs> it's like I, I started the graphic novel collection as well. Um. And then they started going to about like four a month, and I went, I just can't afford. <laughs> I can't afford to be doing four a month for this, um, which was a shame because I've, I've really enjoyed that as well. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what whatever Eagle must bring out, and you know the stuff they're coming out, they're bringing out very soon. You've got Relay Station Forty Seven that they're going to do, yeah. which is a, I mean that's that, I mean you talk about curveball stuff. I mean who the hell would have thought we'd have got that. Um, and that that excites me because it's just something so different. Um, you know, we got regular one, which was just um, oh, just. Oh, oh. I'm looking forward to all the posters going. Oh, it's broken because it's all fiddly. Cause it's all... <laughs> the solar panel's broken. Oh, and that one, yeah, it looks flimsy. I mean, I think my Bajoran solar sailor is is, is in about forty seven bits. <laughs> uh, it's it's survived two two house moves somehow. Uh, but I don't think it's in particularly good state. I don't want to look at it. And now, because of Brexit, they're all coming from Germany. Yay! <sighs> so they've got to come from even further away. Yeah. It's great. Great. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. So all the delays and everything just get even worse. But, hey. I think I was one of the first that got things. 
Like I'd see a comment from someone on the on the group, and it's like, yeah, you did. I'd also yeah. get it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm also getting it today. Then, okay, right, fine. I look at I look out on the doorstep then. Oh no, no, no. With yours, I see your posts on Twitter that you've got it, and then I'm like, give it 48 hours, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> and if I don't get it within 48 hours, then Eagle, then you used to email Eagle Moss and go, it's not turned up yet. Where is it? Where is it? It's it funny though, isn't it? Like I looked at one of the members, like, okay, right, okay, fine, I'm getting it now then. And then you look at me, it's so, it's like, such a kind of familiarity. It's like, okay, right, so we're going to come up with a new system. I think the only one I ever got early, and it was, I bizarrely got it like 20, a day before anybody else, was the. Um, issue 50 US Enterprise I think I got the horrible Arctic 1 Borg version I think I got that quite early on yeah I'm just like what, what, why has nobody else got this <laughs> this has turned up and nobody else has got it oh well cool well I had the problem um, of how the hell do I put this on a stand because no one else has got it so it's like how the hell do I do this so I had to tell everyone how to do it yeah it's like oh, oh just, no no just horrible ugh it's not. As, it's not still not as. Oh, Eagle Moss. Your stands. Your stands are still just abysmal. How you can't work out the dimension of a square clear peg to go in a black square base, <laughs> I don't know. But every single one of them, every one, you've got to flipping get a file on it and file it down about two mil. Because none of them. And I don't understand <laughs> how after that many issues you can still get that wrong. How? How? How can you get? It's square peg, square hole. It's not even square peg, round hole. It's square peg, square hole, people. It goes in. You just slot it into the damn hole. But no, how many ships have you got where you're like, yeah, it just goes in, it just wobbles? Well, most of them are in their boxes, so I don't have that issue. Most, well, literally, I've only got about five on display, I think. Which ones have you got out? Go on, I'm interested to find out now which ones. You can't, we can't leave this without finding out which ones you've actually got out now. D, um, subscriber gift D, so the um, all, all good, good things variant. Yeah, yeah. E, which yeah. I still think is too small, but I love oh, it. I'm always a fan of the. Um, it loves a good bit of E. Everybody loves a good bit of E. Um, Delta Flyer. Interesting. And I have two of the shuttles as well, uh, two of the shuttle pack shuttles as well. Oh. Um, I have Argo and. My favourite shuttle of all time, and everyone knows it by now, Type 11. Really? I think that's everything. I think that's everything I have out. Type 11? Hmm. Interesting. My favourite shuttle design ever. Wow. I, again, it's one of those things that you, every now and then you do sit there and go, oh, come on, Ben, make them in real size. You've done it with Delta Flyer. Well, they even made the bloody Aero Shuttle. We didn't see that on screen, but we'll make that. I like the Aero Shuttle. I'd, I'd like it, but it's like, it wasn't actually on the screen, but we'll make it. Well, it was on screen. Every episode. Yeah, the bottom half of it. Exactly. <laughs> they actually flew the Type 11. Yeah, but they made, the, stuff, the stuff that they made, <laughs> it was like three, three frames in the background. And the aero oh, true, shuttle. true. The, the, whole, the whole the aero fact shuttle. of three five ninety. Here's a bit of hole with here's it freshly out of space dock. Excelsior concepts. Oh, now, oh, now I've opened the floodgates, haven't I? You have, yeah, you have. <laughs> Big mistake. But okay, 
I'll counter your favourite. Now, oh, this is one of those. This is one of those things where you go really, really. So I have um, oh, my my favourite shuttle design ever is the one from Star Trek Five. What the <laughs> reef? Yeah. What Galileo Two? Yeah, yeah. With the, with the lights yeah. under the bottom. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. It's also my favourite bridge set design ever. You've, I know. I asked Star you about Trek that 5. years ago. Yeah, I love and it. I still I love always it. remember that. And I think we, when we did our episode, it's like, yeah, actually, Kyle has got a point here. Oh. It's on screen for like three minutes, but sure, it looks pretty because it's all. I love that shuttle. I love that shuttle. I mean, the CG and that, the, the 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 model work in that film is terrible because the company got to do was just awful. But that I've shuttle got... design is beautiful. I, no comments from me. I don't. I don't know. It's a good enough model. It's a nice shape. It's a nice yeah. shadow. It does what it does. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think there's worse out there. I don't know what they are, but I'm sure there's worse <laughs> out there. The, the shuttle pod from season one's and season what two of next gen isn't great. What um, the roundy one? That square. No, that square shuttle pod that they had for Times Square. Oh, uh, El Baz. Yeah, it's Baz. It's like it's like a smart car. It's like the smart car shuttle. It just doesn't. It just. I just know why. <laughs> Why? What, what's the point of that? What's the point? What's the point in a smart car? Don't answer that question. That's not something to, that's rhetorical. But what's the? It just. Why would you? Why would you build a shuttlecraft that small? I it mean, it's like it's claustrophobic. Hey, do you want to be shoved next to the engine for X number? Although to be fair, I think um, the Defiant ones also like that as well. Oh, the, the shuttle pod. Yeah, yeah, it's also ter- like oh, that terrible. where you just kind of go, you went for that for style, didn't you? You didn't really think this through well enough. Like, we'll just shove people in there. Like, the actors will be fine, but they're not going to be in there for that long. It's it's like, yeah, how how close can they get you to sit together in this really claustrophobic space? Yeah, not a good, no, no. Do, no, do walk cause radiate things? And uh, I'm not sure that's wise to be next to that thing for long. <laughs> I'm surprised there's never been one of those. You know, the, the asbestos, you can imagine in the sort of 26th century... Were you in contact with water with a warp core for most of your career? Like, well, you might wait, be able to claim. <laughs> Wafer thin, like radiation protection on the back of it. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. Like, yep, yeah, health and safety put it through. But well, if you remember, a, in... like, on a Friday, like Friday afternoon, oh. like, yeah, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we want to go to a pub. We don't care. Yeah, yeah they'll oh. love it. They'll be happy with it. I think even Lodex had a. Oh no, um, Voyager, um. The Type Nines, they had a thing in it, like they looked um, cadets in it. Did oh, they? What was it? And they like the Type Nine, the really small Voyager ones. They sort of said, "Oh yeah, they sent them out missions with like ten cadets in it." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they opened the doors, like a waft of like ickiness came out of it. And you just go, "Yep, some writer enjoyed writing." <laughs> I didn't know they had fun. Oh, it's like, nah. yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Oh God. No, like, yeah, yeah, shuttlecraft. Oh, interesting, interesting five there. Interesting five. Yeah, I I have limited room, but to be, actually, to be fair, give me a bit of credit. I do have the future uh, starships next to them, to be fair to me. I did, I have collected them. The which ones? Oh, the Futura? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's, it's, it's better than it sounds. And I've got. No, no, no. All the Enterprises, um, and then I got Voyager. Actually, to be fair, I think I also have some Johnny 
Lightning as well. Oh, cool. There you go. That's all right. Um, yeah, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and then I think we've got Voyager, Johnny Lightning as well, with the Nacelle's uppy downy thing. Oh, the uppy downy thing. Uh... Yeah, because Johnny Lightning just went a bit crazy with whatever they produced. They just went, you know what? They, No one else is doing it. We'll do it. Yeah, they did have that kind of, let's just have a bash at whatever. Oh, what else? I think I might also have the Johnny Lightning Enterprise D, I Ooh. think, with, with the source of separation as well. Well, the, the Galoob one did that, didn't it? I've, that's on my desk. The Galoob one? Yeah, that one's great. That, again, that, that, actually, that should be somewhere on in an episode. I really need to talk about that, because that thing is a wonder. That's one of the best things you can buy as a Trekkie. Oh, I wish I'd got that when I saw it in B- in Beatties in Nottingham in like 1989. I wish I'd bought it. I wish I'd got it because it's got the sort of step on it, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, my the one on my desk is a minty fresh one, so it's oh. nice. And do you want to know the bad thing? Go and on. you're gonna hate me to say this. I think I've got one carded in my as well, hidden away. I think. I just don't want to speak now. <laughs> I wish I got it. I wish I got it. Honestly, it's one of those. I've, I've, I've got a Picard and a Geordie Galoob figure um, in in the loft somewhere. Um, but yeah, I, I remember seeing that and thinking I should have got it. You're on eBay. They do appear on eBay. You could yeah. still get one. I know, but I, I've got a mortgage already. <laughs> <laughs> and and to get well, that's all right. So I want the Galoob Enterprise and the. Packwing board cube, brilliant, brilliant. I want. I'll be getting divorced next week. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of you're talking stupid money for some stuff. Um, but yeah, I just ah, oh, oh, just we we got we have to wait till the Eagle Moss episode because otherwise we're just gonna <laughs> we're blown a load now and we'll have to talk about. It's big, but uh, yeah. So you know what? There's a lot of stuff out there to excite us at the moment. I think about mm-hmm. Trekkie. I think it's the community side is that is the biggest thing in. Uh, and the stuff that came out of first contact day, but you know, we uh, I think we've I think we've covered quite a bit in the last eighty six hours. Um, it's been it's, it's been fun. It's yeah, quite, good, good like, bit of therapy, there. isn't it? Kind of... <laughs> He's still awake. Hey, <laughs> I'm not sure about Jamie. Has he gone? I'm still, I'm still awake. He's still Just awake. Listening because he doesn't have a clue what half of what we've said in the last twenty minutes has been about. <laughs> One day when I said when I get more into into ships, I can I can contribute much more. Jamie uh, did a certain Jamie did a certain degree of um, research for for Damien's episode, but I think some of what we've just spoken about has gone right over Jamie's head, unfortunately. Yes, it has. Because I think uh, again, it was us being us, Clive, as ever, going a bit in depth. Uh, and going, sorry, what, what no, just it's happened? Fine. It's absolutely fine. And it's one of those things, isn't it? It's one of those things, if you don't, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. And yeah. Jamie, I'll, I'll probably get you up to speed. I think I might, when I see it soon, I'll try and get up to speed with some of that. Try and put some information to it so you, you know. Because it, well, it, I know it was us talking models again, but it was just, it, it was going to happen. It always happens where it's like... It's 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 Simon's fault every time we get on it. He I ends know, up, it is, it is. He ends know, up dragging me into the Eagle Moss yeah. conversation, and then he's like, "So, because yeah. I remember the first, I think the first time we ever had a, we ever did this, I think the first question he asked me was, 
I've been really meaning to ask you about this. What do you think about the ships? And that was pretty much it for the next hour. <laughs> you were doomed from that point on, weren't you? Yeah, we pretty much we pretty much <laughs> dived into it, and that was it. Um, I still I still rate you know the best thing they've ever done is still the NXO one, um, and probably even the NXO one refit um, special that they did. But oh, we've done the ships thing again. Stop. Yeah. Quick, I didn't say quick, anything. Quick, somebody asked me about William Shatner's return. Oh boy. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> is, is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Clive? Oh, no, I think <laughs> I think I will have put too many people to sleep by this point. Um, it's 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 just always fun to chat with you. And this is the reason we go on for so long, is just I could just sort you might have to release this as like four parts or something. Um, it's just always good fun to have a chat and, and just talk some track and it's been interesting. There's some stuff I've talked about tonight which I've, I've kind of not talked about before. Um, or kind of explored before to be fair um so it's been, it's been nice to come on and kind of just talk quite freely about about some of the stuff that that i'm doing and that's happening and that i've done over the last year and yeah i think i, I think because i've not spoken to people outside my family for the last 12 months it's probably <laughs> <laughs> just kept going um saying, i think i think people this week who have been in front of me during my actual work job that i do uh, i've just been kind of verbally assaulted <laughs> just having it's like whoa I've not talked to anybody for a year I just have visions of you running through a field like jumping up and down like I'm free it's, it's pretty much like that I am I'm quite over enthusiastic about pretty much anything I do um, which is probably a horrendously bad thing um, I don't think so after being kind of in lockdown for so long you know it's kind of like it's kind of like being starved of oxygen underwater for a certain amount of time. You suddenly come up for air and it's just like, you know. It's... Oh, you get asked by people continuously like this week, like, is it, is it good to be back? And I'm like, it's just great to talk to people. It's just great to talk to different people. Over immersion uh, therapy, yeah. isn't it? It's that whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, this is how the world works again. I remember this. Oh, yeah, I remember this bit. Yeah, this is, this is what I do now, isn't it? This is where I go and talk to people about things and stuff that isn't Star Trek related. How do I do that? Um, how do I stop annoying my wife and my kids? <laughs> when you can see the eye rolling when you go, I'm just going to, oh, I'm going to talk about track. I better stop. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always good. Um, but yeah, it's quite interesting. It's, it's this week and how significant this week is in kind of the big world things and in the UK. And um, there's just so much stuff to saying from the Trek perspective to look forward to and, and yeah, it's it's been nice to kind of come on and um and chat. That's the that's the nice bit about it. Um and, and I hope, you know, if people have listened to it then, then they've enjoyed at least, you know, five minutes of it. Probably the bit at the end when we turn off and <laughs> go away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good. No, I think we've I think we've covered we've covered all my kind of points that I thought I'd like to cover and probably some more in there as well. Anything from you guys? I mean, I've, I've waffled on for a fucking God knows how long. Um, so I don't know, is there anything, anything from you guys do you want to wrap up? No, we pretty much covered it and there's more to be said about other things because that's the future. I know. I'm not saying words because those words are kind of... <laughs> Banned now, I think, aren't they? Because we, we like those words and they may mean another half an hour of talking about things that Jamie doesn't know. 
we say we we mention those words and then happy things happen and then we talk <laughs> talk some more. Well, there's more to it. It's more money going out, things arriving, and then we're getting excited. But yes, yeah, it's, yeah. We, we could do and another night of not knowing where to talk because again that with that topic i found even interesting today i mean it is a bit like over immersion because it again you're talking about 180 and i think i worked out it's like 200 ships maybe 300 oh, where do you where do you talk where, where do you start what how what do you, what, how, what yeah who, Look, you've what, done it again. When, how, you've like... done it again you're going on it you've, you've done it it's, it's, it's that easy, isn't it? It's that easy just to kind of go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Even talking about a conversation, talking about talking about ships, it's one that just kind of goes blah, 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 everywhere. <laughs> it's just oh my god, it's just impo- it's impossible. Anyway, right. Pandora's box. Oh, Ben's box. Oh dear. There you go, Moss. You have so much. <laughs> you have so much to answer for in this world, I tell you. Um, right. <laughs> and on that note, in a true sort of Top Gear style, <laughs> and on that note, gentlemen, um, let's bring proceedings to a, a close. Um, it has been. Sounds like a court. What? Sounds like a court, like court, proceedings, yeah. like. Yeah. Let's bring. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, at least bring some professionality. We don't do that. We we're in right. crap even with that as well. So we screw that. Out the <laughs> you swore more than I have, <laughs> and that's unusual. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been great. So um, let's... same same thing. Not talking to my parents for hours. Same thing. You still you still going? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this. This is gonna be like three episodes of just just continuous. It's it's very the return easy. of Clive. Oh, not 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 the return. We're not talking about that. <laughs> We're not talking about that book. We don't talk about it. We don't. Character assassination is one way of describing that that novel. Um, right. It's been it's been um, entertaining. It's been um, at times painful. It's been. <laughs> It's been uh, a lot of things. Um, but thank you very much for having me back, guys. Um, You're welcome. It's, and... it's great to have you on. Thank you for taking over the episode for us, doing the episode takeover. Oh, thank God you said something, because I'm sure if Simon says something, it'll just wrap us into another conversation. So I think we'll be here for another <laughs> half an hour. Um, it's, been, <laughs> it's been great. So um, from my uh, lovely co-hosts um, this evening, from... Simon, because I'll go to him first so he doesn't say much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Pleasure. And Jamie, it's been a pleasure. As always, Clive. Thank you very much. That's all right. And um, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll turn the lights off on the way out. There Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, gents.